direction that I'm in Pulling up down and sit alone, drowning in my sins Get right or get left, what will it be? Time is running out, the blood is flowing down the streets What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Loot Bros Podcast. I'm your host, Resident Daryl, and tonight we got a giant sausage fest filled with little weenies. We got the bearded nerd. It's Zach. What's up, brother? What's going on? I'm back again. Glad to have you. Glad to have you. And then we have recovering from COVID. It is. I got to be careful not to say it too many times tonight because we'll get flagged. We got Mad G. Yeah, I felt it'd be nice to be on the show when I wasn't dead sick, but now <laughs> evidently the rest of you caught it, so I yes, apologize. Right. I don't know if you guys know this, but you can catch the vid through a podcast because Matt came on and gave it to us. <laughs> and then rounding up the group, we have the return of Mr. TMNT84. What's up, Joe? What's up, guys? It's been a while, like like a long while. Uh, it's nice to be back, though. I got a shit ton of games to talk about and uh i'm excited for the reward i'm excited for the awards tonight and uh the game awards were actually really good this year and i have to say a lot of there's a lot of positive things to say like i gave keely a lot of shit over the years especially on this show and on you know on game stuff or butt stuff yeah but i feel like he's really turned that show around for the better like it was a joke when it was on spike like an absolute fucking joke and that was an amazing show the other night like amazing it was. It was really good. I'm. I'm. I'm glad it exists. I'm glad. I hate that Zach and I didn't get to watch it live, uh, but that's okay. We got to watch it in, um, you know, on on demand. And I just want to say before we get into the toast that uh, I would like to start off toasting this show to our reformed rabbi Bill Clinton. Jesus God. <laughs> <laughs> You can't be making us laugh right what now. Because we're all dying. So for the record, everyone here tonight is recovering from some sort of illness. Three of the four of us have, well, okay. Two of the four have actual confirmed cases of COVID. The other two of us have potential cases. So I didn't test this time. We had a friend. We had, we did a uh, Friendsgiving this past weekend. And one of the ladies came over and she's like, I'm on day five of, of her COVID or whatever. I looked my wife dead in the face. I said, I kid you not. One of us is going to get it. Hang on. And no joke. I'm two days later. I got, I'm freaking sick as balls. <laughs> I've been sick all week. So, so like, I'm fairly certain I got it from my boss and my director. And whoa, what should you be doing with your boss? Oh, smoochy, smoochy. Sitting within 10 feet of him coughing his freaking head off what hey a there's a, it's only six <clears throat> foot <laughs> yeah tell that said. to the co- tell that to the vid <laughs> wear, so, two, wear, wear three masks next time because apparently two masks doesn't work so when i show up to work when i show up to work last monday and i'm coughing my face off with a thermometer in my mouth he's like why don't you just go home i go it's probably a good idea we're on a conference call the next day and he hears me he goes you sound like crap just stay home i keep <laughs> testing positive He's like, yeah, don't don't bother coming in. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hear that if you take the test in your butt, not in your mouth, that you will, uh, or in your nose, that you will not test positive. So, <clears throat> science. <clears throat> Come to the Loot Bros for all of your COVID advice. <laughs> hey, 100 bucks says we're going to get the warning on Spotify. 110%. I just died. You, you, I, 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 you, you've already uh, said it like five times. Yeah, I know. I think I think it's like a three, it's like a like a three vid minimum, and then they pop you. Three vid so. minimum. Let's call the vid. <laughs> Let's call the vid for the rest of the show now. That's right. The old the old vid. The old 
number 19. All right, guys, let's let's actually do this. Let's toast. All right, let's get into the business. I got an ice cold monster calling my name. So a mountain lightning. No, dude, my kids are lightning. Out. My kids are wearing out the mountain lightning this weekend. No joke. Right. I got the Gatorade uh, white cherry. There you cherry. go. What you rocking, Matt? Uh, H two O. Oh god! Oh, what are you? What are you? <laughs> Look at this. Gatorade. H two O. What is better? <laughs> It really, really sucks. H2O, <laughs> stop making fun of me. <laughs> All right, guys, we are toasting to our Rabbi Bill Clinton. We are toasting to our Patreon producers. We have Sadik. My name is FMAO. Uh, MZ, FNO. Oh, uh, yeah, MZ's recovering from COVID as well. Uh, so, MZ, I got COVID Nitro. We got the affectations <laughs> don't CJ, and then we got our main man Johnny. Am I missing somebody? I think that's it. You say and Red, 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 I say Red Beard Rick. Red Beard Rick. Nope. We'll, Red, Red, if Red, I didn't say it, we're saying it again. Holy Patreon producers this month. That's right, you boys coming in clutch. We appreciate you and all your <clears throat> support. And I just choked on my vid. Who's, who's challenging somebody? Oh. <laughs> oh yeah. So, this is Loot Bros Podcast. This is your general gaming and COVID advice podcast. We would love it. it if you would check out all of our socials. Check out our YouTube. Check out all the good content we've been pumping out there. Check out the Patreon. Lots of extra and cool stuff on the Patreon, like Matt G and Joe's um, uh, Driftcast. So, I almost called it the COVID cast. <laughs> That's, tonight. That's tonight. That's but yes, we have lots of cool stuff on there. You know, go check it out. All the links are in the description. Um, <clears throat> myself, I am seriously dying over here right now. Myself and Zach have been going out in the wild, and we've been recording our um, our hunts, our finds, our marketplace conversations, all those things. Go check out the Bearded Nerds YouTube. Check out Resident Daryl's YouTube. We have been posting some cool videos, and the reception has been pretty good. I think and I think people have been you know on board with it. A lot of our community members and have been checking it out and showing support and some love over there. I definitely appreciate you guys for doing that. It is pretty awesome. So I've, I'm working on two videos right now. I'm very excited about one of them. It's kind of focused on a trade that I made. Hang on one second. We're all, the we're, other we're, one, we're gonna have to brief pauses tonight. Sorry, guys. There's gonna be a lot of them. I'm just gonna be muting my mic and, and coughing, so you're probably gonna catch the tail end of a, of a, of a lung coming out. It's okay. Uh, I got two of them. I'm fine. So, but two of the videos I'm working on right now, one of them kind of, is kind of focused on a trade deal, and I made a really cool trade deal. And what I what I I was just dicking around uh, while in the middle of a Zoom call uh, for work, and I started looking at the value of some of the games I got. I'm like, oh man, there's a little bit of money here. So I started to kind of put together this video based on that trade deal and with a little bit of my flea market finds because there's little things that I found that I didn't think were really worth a lot, but they're worth some money. And then my most recent uh, flea market haul was a, was a good one. It, was, it really started off to not be great, and then it turned out to be a pretty good one. And then I made a really uh, amazing Facebook marketplace deal the same day. So it was pretty, pretty interesting stuff. So I'm having a blast putting these videos together and uh, making this content. So definitely if you guys are interested in that type of stuff, go check it out, man. And, uh, right now, last little piece of business, uh, Zach and I have the 
we're, we're calling the, the the white elephant Christmas challenge. Yep. Okay. We're having the white elephant Christmas challenge. So Zach laid out the challenge. He gave me a list of games that I got to look for for him. I gave him a list of games he's got to look for for me. Our goal is to go and find these games uh, for less than the twenty dollar budget that we put on them. We're going to ship these gifts to each other for Christmas. And then we're going to film ourselves opening said gifts and see who did better by the other person value-wise. So the idea would be to pick up a game for a dollar or two that's worth $20 or $30, ship it to the other person. They can't know what you picked up. It just has to be off that list. And then whoever, according to price charting and eBay comps, has the more the most value left over based off of what they spent is the winner of the challenge, which I think is pretty interesting. At the very yeah, least, and, uh, you're Dar- going to get Dar- a game. Daryl's cheating already. And I'm not cheating already. Fun. I'm not cheating already. I look here. I can't be, I can't be tricky making it every month. Yes. Yeah, so at least one of these months I got to get, <laughs> I got to get like, Oh man, you did a good job playing by the rules. <laughs> oh my God, Daryl. Are you ready? Cause you're like, what? Like three weeks away from the spam off. Oh, I know. I'm excited. My my trophies. I'm not, I'm watching my rank on the leaderboards. It's just it's pathetic. I've lost a few hundred spots since I didn't spam. Did you guys? Uh, did you guys pick a date for your spam off yet? Um, he's going to do it on New Year's. As soon as the clock strikes twelve oh one, he's going to spam off. <laughs> he's going to bust in all kinds of spams. Um, I think I'm going to bring in the new year if I'm not busy with family, which we probably will be. So I probably won't be able to stream and do that like he is. But I think I will bring in the new year. The first game I platinum will be My Name is Mayo 3. Nice. And the cool thing is this. Is that I don't, like, during the day when I'm working, I don't play video games. I don't I don't mess with them. I'm trying really hard to focus Where? on my, my job and my reselling job. I mean, it's smart. Um, I mean, you should be working when you're supposed to be working. Huh? Right, right. Supposedly, right. So I, I, I don't have games on and so that. Well, but whenever the spam is back on the table and I can, oh wait, in between calls, throw a little five or ten minute platinum in there. Woo! I mean, we all can't tricky make it work. No, <laughs> I mean, but I'll be getting pretty close. So, all right, guys, it's been a while since this group of four gentlemen have been together. We've been doing a lot of stuff. We've been, uh, uh, Joe, you and I have been two ships passing in the night. Okay. You've done stuff with the Driftcast. All right. We've been over here doing the holding it down on the Thursday nights. I know Thursday nights hasn't worked for your schedule a whole lot. So I want to start things off with you. Tell everybody what you've been playing. And I'm sure you got plenty to talk about. I got a lot. Um, I beat a lot of shit in the last week. Like a lot. And he played games. Yeah, I played a lot of games. I mean, I got the vid. There's nothing really you can do but play games. That's right. And then the day before I got the vid, I was at the car dealership getting my entire steering column changed. So that was nine hours of hell. But I almost beat River City Girls, the entire Switch trial for Dang. free for free without buying the game because it's because I had to sit at the dealership for nine straight hours. So that's that's one thing I played um, PS PS five wise uh, or PS four wise. I beat Fallout 4, so yeah, I finally did that. I did the th- I did the thing. Was that your first time, Joe? Yeah, that was my first time beating it. Such a good. Who'd game. you side with in the end? So I did not mean to side with who I sided with. It kind of just happened, and it and and it sucks because if I would have known, like 
where the pivotal point was where I had to make a decision. I would have saved it there so I could have gone back. Or I would have cloud saved so I could have gone back. Because now I got to replay the whole game, which is a pain in the ass. But um, I went with the uh, the Minutemen. Interesting. And that last mission before the last mission was so fucking hard to defend the castle until I found out the most broken part of Fallout 4 is if you leave a battle and you go back and you and you fast travel and heal yourself and then come back like you get all your health back. So I just kept doing that every time I got low on health and I just like let all and like once every time I was doing that too, everybody was coming back to life on my side as well. So like <laughs> they just kept killing everything for me. So I really didn't have to do anything. And then the last mission, um, because the way Fallout 4 works, if you don't know, it like auto saves just like Skyrim. So every time you walk in or out of a door, it's like save. So I did that one too many times with low health. And I had to literally like crawl around corners and play like Splinter Cell for like <laughs> for like the last like half of the last level. I had to like literally like get the best weapon I had and just like snipe guys in the head because I couldn't I couldn't progress forward. And then when I got my full health back. I said, fuck it. Like the last like five minutes of the game, I just ran to the end and I was like, done in the reactor, press the button game over. Like, I'm not, I'm not killing any of these enemies. I'm just running right to the end. Like I've had enough of dying. Like we're not doing this anymore. Uh, I really liked it. Um, I know people give it a lot of shit for all like the building mechanics and stuff like that. They added the game and all like the unnecessary stuff, like the settlement stuff. But I, I honestly found that it wasn't as bad as people say it is. And Fallout 4 was a pretty good game, honestly. I, I just I, ignored all the building mechanics. I did too, but like everyone made it seem like it was much bigger deal. And I just don't like how they don't explain things enough in that game. They don't explain how to attach wires to shit. Like it's like I, I forgot how to play and I'm like, oh shit, how do I build this reactor? And they don't explain how the one piece to the reactor or like the uh, fucking like teleportation thing that it goes <laughs> underneath the giant thing that you're building so they clip together like a lego but they don't tell you that so like i put it on the ground like 50 feet away from it and i'm like why isn't this thing working why can't i attach any wires to it how do i get power to this thing but it doesn't tell me that i'm supposed to connect it to the other piece i'm like legos come with directions motherfucker like what is this <laughs> I don't know what to not do. if you buy them from wish oh uh, that's where i get my controllers apparently but uh, yeah, I really, <laughs> I really enjoyed Fallout Four. Um, I also beat One Piece Pirate Warriors Three, so knock another Muso game off the list of my giant Muso backlog. I really enjoyed this game. I love One Piece and I love Warriors games, so it was like a match made in heaven. And it's funny because I didn't even know there was any One Piece Pirate games, Pirate Warrior games, and there's like four of them. So I didn't even know this. I didn't even know this existed. So I was like, oh shit! <laughs> I was like. There's a One Piece Warriors game, and Corey's like, "Yeah, there's four of them, dumbass." Like, where have you been? <laughs> He's like, "You love Musos, and you like One Piece. How do you not know this exists?" I literally started One Piece uh, during my sickness last week, and I'm up to like episode 100. And then I decided to look at how many episodes there are. I'm never finishing this anime. Yeah, it's, it's like 900 and something now, right? It's like a th- over a thousand. I think it's like 900 that are English, and like if you want to watch all the Japanese ones, it's over a thousand. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, it's is it even insane. good at, at that many episodes in? Like, are yes. these? I every everybody's like, oh, yeah, the first hundred episodes are slow. You just got to you get past the first hundred. Why yeah, do I'm I just wanna, gonna watch? Why do I want to watch a hundred episodes for no reason to be bored it, out of my mind? 
they don't Come know on. what they're talking about. It starts on episode one. Like I've never seen an anime that jumped from go like this. Yeah, no it's, game, no life. It's honestly interesting anime. Like for those who don't know, it's like there's a lot of fucking expedition exposition in this show. And I feel like that's why it needs so many damn episodes. Cause there's so many characters that come in and out and you like, they have to like explain everybody. It's funny how he doesn't even get his whole pirate crew together for like 20, 30 episodes. And I'm like, man, if this is Naruto, this shit would have been done in like four episodes. It, it's almost episodes. like they appreciate character development. I, I like it. It's like the Lord of the Rings of anime. If I could explain it like eloquently to anybody, it is. It's like the Lord of the Rings of anime. It's like they walk for a whole episode. Like that's literally what happens. They're just walking and talking. Like, get, get out, get out of this Zencaster room. Get out. <laughs> How dare you, you compare One Piece to Lord of the Rings? Maybe it is. Maybe it is. It is. No, because One Piece takes fifty-five million years. At least, at least I can binge watch all three Lord of the Rings movies in like a day. You could technically you could the entire day. Good luck not falling yeah. asleep. I can't. Oh, I love them. I love them too, but it's hard not to fall asleep during some of that stuff. I I love it. Yeah, Uh, I love those movies. Uh, yeah, One Piece Warriors Three was a damn good game. Uh, I really want to go back and platinum it, but it's gonna take like a gajillion hours. So yeah, we're gonna pass on that. Do it. Do it. Um, I beat Prototype Two. That's a good game. It is a really good game. It might be better than the first game. No lie. Like I liked, I liked the the character better than I liked Alex Mercer. Yeah, I don't even though I don't remember his name because I was playing it while listening to podcasts. So I got that's well, a I'm, that's a good podcast game though. I almost got yeah, well because you just murder things. It's like murder. <laughs> it's like mur, it's like murder, death, kill the game. It's like playing Terminator Salvation. You don't need to know the plot. Just kill shit. Move that's forward. Right. Kill shit and move to the left or move forward. That's it. Like I'm that's not. Right. I'm not trying to like. Come on. But I liked it a lot. Um, I definitely Come thought on, that I wanted to make another one. I want another prototype. Like that's a franchise that should come back, or they should remake the first one because it's just a damn good game. It is good. Uh, I like it a lot. Any, anything else, Joe? Uh, I beat Paw Patrol on a roll. Oh, you're on a roll with Elliot. So that was fun. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. I was waiting for the end of that because yeah, if you yeah, would you have know, just said that you beat yeah. it by yourself, I would no, I, no. I helped her like I, your... so I helped her do all like the jumping sections where you have to like jump up like hills and like there's multiple like uh, platforming sequences, but she like beat most of it herself. Pretty proud of her. Beat some yeah, that, yeah, dude. That that's Great been the hardest part with my daughter playing video games is when she gets to like any type of the platforming, she's just like. Like where you, it, yeah, where it's like a jump and then like you have to like angle the stick. She's like, nah, she can't multitask. She can't like angle the stick and jump at the same time. I'm like, bro, I was doing this before. My wife has the same problem. I was like, get your shit together. Been doing this in Jump Street. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been playing Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga, so I've been beating about a level a day. That's a fun ass game. And that'll, nice that'll coach you through the next year. It's a nice little time waster. Um. Uh, I beat Arcana for PS4. What a piece of shit. Man, this game. This game is wow. It's like, what if you played Fallout, but it was god awful? <laughs> that sounds amazing. It's like medieval Fallout with like jank in the tank for days. Like this game has jank in the tank for days. Like this jank in the tank alert for the show. Like this, this man. And you beat it. Yeah, I don't know how. It's dedication, brother. I, I literally kept 
glitching on the final boss like i would i would get her down to like one or two health and then i would glitch out of the like mountain and fall off and die and i'm like what is this bullshit i'm like the boss keeps glitch like like glitching forward and pushing me off the mountain and i'm like i can't deal with this like this makes me i don't i don't want to play this anymore so i just kept pushing forward and pushing forward and pushing forward and then i beat it uh i beat hot wheels unleashed that's a good game that's a really good game. Have you guys played it? I've yeah, played I played it briefly. You played it, Matt? No, didn't it drop on one of the services recently? It's on Plus uh, now. It's on Plus. Oh, is it? I thought I thought we got it. I thought we got it with Plus. No, That's what I'm saying. I thought plus. we got it. Yeah, as, as long as you claimed it. We, do we you got claim it. all your yeah. games? I usually That's do. That's a no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think. He's like, no. No one. Yeah. Dude, I haven't I haven't claimed a uh, a games with gold game in at least a year. They're all trash. I they're look so at bad. them. I look at them, and if and if they're tra- and if they're that bad, I'm just like, nah, I'm not even wasting my time clicking through this. So, I, to be fair, I got rid of Game Pass for a good six months or so, and I just renewed it for a dollar. <coughs> and and uh, <laughs> I I picked up one of those uh, Otter. Hang on a second. All right, I think so, that one of those OtterBox um, controller mounts. So OtterBox it, makes them. That's cool. OtterBox makes a really sturdy, sweet one that'll hold your phone and protrude it kind of like towards you. And then it's got like you know, spots where you can still access all the buttons and stuff. It's really sweet. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do some cloud streaming, you know, because I have this cool thing. And uh, I, so I renewed Game Pass. They're like, oh, you can have it for back for a buck, brother. And I'm like, oh, thank you, Mr. Spencer. Thank you. You know what? Because you're so kind, I'll buy a month. So anyway, part, pro- part of the problem now, Daryl. Part of the problem. I am. I am. It's okay. It's okay. You're killing the game industry one one subscription at a time. <laughs> That's right. I can't. I can't say anything because I get. I, I I'm getting three more months. The, my next three months for free, essentially. And yeah. And now I get to use this magical thing. I love it. Daryl just ordered his. I, I just ordered one. I just ordered my backbone for the PlayStation. Oh, they're so. Did, oh, you ordered the PlayStation one? Did you order the PlayStation one? Did you get it from Best Buy? Uh, I ordered mine off Marketplace. I got it for fifty five dollars, and it's supposedly brand new. So we'll that see. Shit fell, that shit fell off the truck. Hey, <laughs> he had a whole bunch of stuff like it fell off the truck. So yeah, I'm sure it did. It's a sketchy ass <clears throat> Marketplace. Hey man, uh, every now and again, Marketplace is good for that. Mm-hmm. I beat Control Ultimate Edition. What? Just a good game. game. I beat that too. Um, that game, that's that's a game right there. That's a gem. If you haven't played Control, I would say play Control. And if the only thing bad in Control is the story, like honestly, I don't think the story is very good. But it's it's not what kept me going. The gameplay is what kept me going in Control, like the upgrading the weapons and just you know. The, uh, the never-ending onslaught of enemies and just taking people out and then using your powers almost like Star Wars and just throwing people against other people and then throwing them off cliffs or bl- making them explode or throwing rocks into them and making them explode. Like, Heck yeah. It was just a fun game. Like, Control was really good. I can't wait yeah. for Control 2. I still need to finish Platinum in that game. Every I'll chip away at it for a little while and then I'll get distracted and I'll chip away at it for a little while. I love that game. Um. So, Pledge Update. Um. I'm slowly chipping away at Tales of Arise because that game is forever fucking long. Like every time I think I'm making like any progress, it's like you just finished chapter two. I'm like, I'm like 20 something hours in the game. How am I only done with chapter two? I feel like I'm playing Xenoblade again because like the chapters are just so long 
like, all right, I see what we're doing here. See what we're doing. We're in for a long haul here, which I'm fine with. The game's really good. It's got really good controls. I really like the, uh, I've always, in the Tales, I've always liked, like, the skits and the character development in those games and how, you know, if you press, like, R1 on the controller, you could like, hear the characters talk to each other at, like, just random points, and it just gives you, like, different like, background stories or different information on each character. And I really like that side stuff because, again, I'm a nerd, and I like Lord of the Rings, and the more storytelling, the better. Like, don't chintz out in your storytelling. What pisses me off is when half the game's not voice acted, but the other half is. But this game, most of it's voice acted, so... But it's like some peculiar spots aren't voice acted. I'm like, wait a second. So this ancillary skit that means nothing to the fucking story is, is voice acted. But this actual part that has something to do with the main plot's not voice acted? The fuck? Like, who made these judgment calls? Like, I was like, oh, yeah, we spent too much on the budget for voice acting. We're going to have to cut this cutscene. Or this voice acting for this scene? No, we can't have it. But we can have it for this ancillary talk at the kitchen table or the picnic. Gotta have okay. that. Okay. Alright. And then the only other thing I really played was Pokemon. And that's the game, Scar- too. Scarlet or Violet? Scarlet. Team Scarlet. Team Scarlet. What have do you, you guys No, you? Uh, I just I just got it yesterday. Okay. Uh, the only person I know that beat it so far and let Matt, you beat it? No, I've got uh, one more thing to do on Starfall. Okay, Corey beat it. Corey beat it, like, right before he left. Actually, no, he beat it the day he left for his uh, his job. Because now he's a diver. He's a friggin' holy diver now. Holy diver! So, yeah. wait, is he not doing the um, the fishing uh, expeditions anymore? No, he's or is he same company, he's, just... Yeah, now, we, now he's a diver. Like, some Steve Zazu shit. Dang. Yeah, man. He's fucking... He's life aquatic up in this bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like I told, like, it's crazy because he's like, oh, dude, I got to go to bed like on time now because like if I have, you know, oxygen deprivation when I'm under the water, I'll die. And I'm like, (laughs) yeah, diving's not for me, bro. Yeah, (laughs) I'll I'll pass on the diving. He's like, yeah, I can hallucinate and die under the ocean. I'm like, no, I'm good, bro. I'm good, bro. I'll never dive. No, that just scares me. But yeah, I'll I'll, uh, I'll sip to him, man. Congratulations on passing your diving test, man. Because that shit was crazy. Yeah, that's wild, dude. Yeah, I just did that. That's wild, uh, Matt. What do you What do you been playing, man? Like you were saying, Joe, I've put more time into Scarlet, <clears throat> and like you said, yes, that is a game. Uh, <laughs> Joe Kalai and I had my wife V on as a special guest for our drift cast. So if you want our full in-depth thoughts on that, go listen to our December drift cast. We we had some thoughts on it. Yeah. I did start my pledge game. I was a teenage exo colonist and CJ screw you for making me have feelings about a game, (laughs) bro. An hour in, like it hit me hard with something. I was like, yo, no, 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 no. This is supposed to be a nice little game. What the hell? Yeah. He has so, a big one. Yeah, no. And I said something in the Discord. He's like, oh, I haven't played it yet. Yeah, screw you, dude. Um, <laughs> it's so funny. I'm about like four or five hours into that. It's very structured. It's like, you know, the game will end at this point. So make sure you do everything that you need to do. What kind of game? Uh, before then. It. <sighs> For those who don't know at home. Yeah. Like me. I'm 
I'm really bad at describing this, but it's a text-based adventure game. There's no voice acting, and it's all done through menus, but there is a minor overworld where you can walk around to like the different stations. Okay. And the basis is you're on a you land on an alien planet to colonize it and you start off as a 10-year-old, 11-year-old kid. And every time you do a chore or an act, a month passes and there's 13 months to a, a year and you have 10 years to complete the game. So you could study, you could do gardening, you could do deliveries. And I think it expands further because there's other areas you're going to be able to go to. But it's a relationship building game. You got to build relationships with the other colonists. And what is, what's the 13th month called? Uh, glow. It, it it actually doesn't go by like our standard months. I was going to say it was like it, it goes more like by season. So early, mid, late. And like there's three different seasons. And then the final month is called glow. Whoa. Does it get so it, like the TV show. <laughs> it it's just it, it's not a game I would ever pick up. And I don't want to go too more into depth about it because I want to be able to finish it and give full impressions in a super loot pro. But yeah, it's an interesting game. Super loot bros. What are those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. those, Joe, are, the, those are the the resident Daryl podcast where he flies solo each and every month. <laughs> well, I mean, if you finish your pledge games, aren't you supposed to record uh, yeah, a? Uh, yeah, that's half yeah. episode. Yeah. I think that's I should. Do, I should do three of those this month, or I should just do all of them in one giant episode. Well, anything at this point that requires <laughs> you to have completed your pledge games. Something. Three of them, yeah. buddy. Three of them are done. He has. He's finished three. Oh, but he hasn't recorded a single episode. I beat Bloodborne, yeah. motherfucker. He did. Uh, he did. We got to give him props. Got to give him his roses on that one. He finally beat Bloodborne. And I, I found out. Cor- <laughs> and I found out Corey never beat it. And I was like, "You never beat Bloodborne? Fuck out of here!" Uh, what a freaking scrub! Guinness World Record holding scrub. <laughs> Legend Guinness World Record holding scrub. Did they never? Did he never get it like official? He can't fucking submit his stuff because he has to chop all the videos into like fucking like a gig each. So that's like. 700 and something hours worth of video he has to chop up into a gig each to send to guinness because they can't handle large can't they just mail him a thumb drive they won't do that they're guinness like they have all these fucking rules so and actually what happened in one of his videos apparently his timer fell over so like they might not even count it so he might have to do the whole thing over which he's preparing for anyway that sounds when he's not diving yeah exactly he better take a high uh a freaking hiatus from yeah he's gonna have to take maternity leave or something <laughs> <laughs> gonna have to poop that game baby back out that's right he's like hey baby come here i gotta knock you out so i can get some time off and work all right matt anything else um, yeah i also started warhammer 40k dark tide that uh came from fat shark that's like vermintide 2 Except set in the Warhammer 40k universe. That's uh, good. Buggy as shit. I crashed like five times on PC, but the parts I played I really enjoyed. And as always, best played with uh, friends. I you weren't crashing. The what? I said the parts where you weren't crashing. Yeah, yeah. No, it's weird. I had one night flawless play, and next night crash galore. Um. I've also been playing New World, the Amazon MMO. I hit level cap 60, so now I'm starting all the endgame content, so that's fun. Oh, nice. dang, you beat me to it. 
Yeah, I got a couple friends and obviously my wife pushing me towards that. So I wanted to just blaze through and get done what I need to get done. Nice. Put a couple more hours into Sonic Frontiers. It's kind of grindy at this point, but I've still been having a lot of fun with it. Man, Sonic Frontiers sold two and a half million copies already. I, there's something about sale. the game. Well, yeah, I mean, going <laughs> $40 within the first two weeks definitely helped move some units. Hey, man. It's what caused me to buy it. Moving, it doesn't matter what it costs. You know what I'm saying? Unless it costs <clears> you capital. Uh, hey, he's got room. The blue blur. <laughs> he's got room in the budget. Apparently. They released the Portal RTX free for anybody who owned it on PC, so I downloaded that and played through that again, and definitely a huge graphical improvement to the game. Sweet. I've never played game. Portal. You've never played Portal? I'm, I own Portal 2, and I've Get never... Challenged. I've never played it. Just one of those I've, games that I've owned forever and never tried. Almost counts as a spam game. The for, first one is so short. Really? I picked up the second one recently. It was on Steam sale for a dollar. Yeah. There the first go. one you could beat in three hours. It's It's not a long game. I dig it. Another another Game Pass game came out yesterday called Potion Craft. You play an alchemist and you have to like mix different ingredients. And if it's kind of like, was that? I have it for Switch. It's amazing. Yeah, it's kind of like, um, kind of like Moonlighter, except you're an alchemist. You don't go into dungeons, but you still have to sell your potions to people. You have to build up your alchemy lab and sell better potions for more money. It's a neat little economy sim. And finally putting in more time with halo infinite as a co-op mode with my buddy Keith. And we're about 10 or 12 hours in the game now playing it on heroic because we are too old and lazy for <laughs> legendary mode. There you go. But I tell you, even on that mode, when you're playing with a friend, there's some Spartan level shit you get to pull off. That is a lot of fun. Sounds awesome, man. I still haven't played the campaign on it yet just because I was had my feelings hurt so bad. Well, that's what we're doing. And we really waited. I'm surprised I haven't been spoiled on all of it yet, but I managed to oh, stay away from all you. the story spoilers. I bet you could and and you better like update your computer antivirus because I will sure. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like people I, would have to care about Halo to ruin it for you though. Oh, I, yeah, I guess I can't really say anything. Three four threes really pissed me off. They suck. <laughs> Freaking minor all sucks. I I will say that I, whatever your thoughts are, Zach. I, I'm sorry, but I've the, been having a lot of fun the, with it. The campaign is fantastic. The campaign is beautiful. It is gorgeous. I don't like all the other stuff they've done with the game. I don't like how buggy it is. I don't like how in pieces they've released it because I am a I'm a diehard Halo fan, true and true, and. They have completely destroyed the series. They have changed the multiplayer for all three games. Haven't been consistent with any type of mechanics in the game. Five story was the only one that I had problems with. And that's just because I don't feel like they, they, they story told and gave enough character to, to lock or chief in that game. It's, mm. they spread themselves too thin on five. I agree a hundred percent. I didn't know what direction like, they were trying to go. The best thing they did in five was war was Warzone, and and five is probably one of my favorite multiplayer they've done. I don't like, I don't know that. 
I'm not I'm not going to spread too much hate because, like I said, I still love the the franchise itself. It's just the company right now. Yeah, yeah, three four three is kind of booty. Anything else, Matt? Nope, that's all I've been playing. You guys brought some a heck of a list. So, all right, for me, it's been a little bit, a little slim when it comes to the game, and uh, I've been playing through Callisto Protocol. Hang on, I really, really enjoy the game. Although, albeit it's hard as nuts. Um, last time we were on the podcast, I said I was only about two hour, I'm an hour and a half, two hours into it. I restarted because all that stuff came out about the glitch where you can start the game on the hardest difficulty as soon as the game starts, drop it down to easy, and then make your way through the end of the game. And then after you beat the final boss, save, reload, put it back on hard. So I totally cheapened out. And even on easy, like there's still areas where three or four guys get a hold of you and they just, I mean, they freaking beat you to pieces. But the game camera, man. They, they put you too close to the camera and like you can't see behind you. It's this it's also the invisibility hitboxes or invincibility hitboxes. So oh, there's certain they can hit through you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's certain times where like you can hit them and they're still going to hit you. And it's just they hit, it's they hit right through. Yeah. They hit right through your animation. Yeah. It's it's a little jank in the combat, but it's still a beautiful game extremely atmospheric and it's got that dead space dna all up in them guts man it's really good so i I like it go ahead i need the honest opinion about the combat because between you guys and rick and all the comments i read on reddit it's it, the combat seems like such a mixed bag and that's what i'm afraid of picking up for the game it is a mixed bag because there's times where you go Okay, once you get the hang of the dodge, then it's good. And then it's like, okay, well, here's a guy who just smacked me straight through my dodge and my my swinging animation. It's like three guys, you'll hit them and it'll stagger them. One guy, you hit him and he just like, oh, no, I'm just going to smack you straight through it. And then there's guys who throw projectiles at you. There's guys who... While you're fighting this guy, this other dude comes in and he'll smack you from the side that you can't necessarily see. And although, like, you get into an area where there's like three or four guys, four is the most I've seen in any area. When you get into an area with three or four guys, it's like, sure, they don't all hit you at the same time. They do kind of wait, you know, like street fight, street yard fighting style kind of thing. But like, it's like, it doesn't take but two to really throw you off your game. And I started the game on normal and I died so many times at that first section where you come in contact with three to four dudes at a time that I bought it down to easy. And then I restarted because I found out there was a glitch. So um, I don't want to say it's dark soul style combat because dark, dark soul style combat seems to be like at least consistent, you know, like once you learn what the game is trying to teach you, you can rinse and repeat and you can manage your way through the game with Callisto protocol. It's visceral and brutal. Like it is. I'm telling you, if this game came out, if this game would have just been a little cleaner in the combat, this game would have came out and blown some minds because it's like, it's visceral and it's, it's, brutal and it's freaking nasty like the 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 death animations i had a dude kill me the other day 
he grabs me, throws me on the ground, and then he just starts stomping my face into the ground until my face explodes. And it's just, it's just gross. And I love it. Like the gore is, and you guys know I'm a gore hound. So like, I love that kind of stuff, but it's just like, it's nasty. These dudes are grabbing your face and trying to rip your jaw off, you know, like it's, it's wild, you know, but the, it's just, there's certain times where it's like, man, I, I hit this dude way before he was far enough in his animation. He should have been stun locked and it's just not all the time. Hang on. So, so I was, I, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, you're good. No, you're good. No, so I was watching like I was watching reviews, and the biggest thing they said is like the dodge is like it's not a real dodge, like because you press like left or right, but you or can literally, stick, yeah, yeah, and you can literally just hold it in each direction, and it auto dodges. Like you don't have to time it. There's no timing. You literally just hold it. So like right. all you have to do is hold it, and you'll dodge every time. But the problem is. You don't enemies, dodge every time. Yeah, they said the problem is your enemies can hit through your dodge, and yes. and when you're swinging, if they swing at the same time as you, they always hit you. They always yeah. go through your animation. You can't stop it. It's not like God of War Ragnarok, where like if you swing your axe and they swing something at you, if they both collide, they cling and nobody gets hurt. Like it just, right. it just bounces off. It doesn't do that. It like you just swing through their. They just swing through your hitbox, and it's like ridiculous. It's like the most broken thing ever. It's like, it's it's just an interesting mechanic. I was like, how can you have a game where the camera's so tight that you can't see to the left, the right, or behind you? So like, if you back yourself in a corner, I was listening to people say like they would die because they literally couldn't see behind them or they couldn't see in front of them too far in front of them because, or to the side of them because the camera's so far up your ass. And it's like, it's the same problem in Ragnarok too. The camera's just way too close to Kratos. And it's like the only critique I have the entire game so far that I played like four hours of is that the camera is just way too close, way too close. And I, I know that a lot of people complained about the same thing. Callisto protocol. Did you have the same issue with the camera, Daryl? Or So I've been playing so many of these survival horror games that like some games, like even the evil within was pretty close, you know, and that's kind of the beauty of the third person over the shoulder is that it's a love hate. It's cool, but like, yeah, the, the, it, it seems to me intentional that you're not supposed to see what's going on over there. So I don't necessarily have a problem with it because it, 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 it's one of those things to where you could manage if like the consistency in the dodge and the combat, but then like the dodge technically should make it easy, right? In theory. But the problem is. I mean, it should it's work. not consistent, so it doesn't it doesn't work well, and then it's it's frustrating. So, so that was my question to Rick, and I ask you the same thing: Is the combat tough because it's meant to be tough, or is it tough because it's unfair? It to me, my judgment call right now is that it's unfair. It's ha- it's it's half baked. Like I heard people say in different podcasts, so this isn't like something I came up with, but they're like. This is what happens when you don't get enough time playtesting. They didn't playtest all the bugs. So I think based off of hearing that, that makes sense to me because it's inconsistent. Um, so I don't, I don't know. I think that there's a, there's a case to be made to where they were trying to emulate some of that Dark Souls. Un, like, like It seems like it's unfair, but once it clicks, it clicks, you know? Which is why I said I don't want to call this Dark Souls com- uh, combat, but it's kind of like, 
you know, I felt like, you know how it is when you first play your first Souls game, that first encounter, that first balls, you're like, what well, the freak, this sucks. I just got my butt handed to me. Yeah, but you, you know, can actually fr- get good at that game. There's difference. Like, you, you can get good at a Souls game. You can't get good at Jank. Like, Jank and that's is, the thing. Jank is Jank. That's the thing. I think that medium, that little, the meat on the bone is so thin between Jank and get good, like, intentional. That I, I think that's why it's such a mixed bag is because it's like this was probably supposed to skirt the line and skirted too far. I don't know. I don't it, think that it's intentionally bad. I think that, or you know, what I'm saying I think it's I think it's missed. I think it was jank. I think it just it just needed a little bit more time to cook. I think they'll patch that out, and I, I bet you they'll fix it. This is kind of one of those games that because uh, they've got a nice little DLC and roadmap plan for it. So I think what's going to happen is one of the updates is going to come out and it's going to change those hitboxes. It's going to change the RNG on the, you know what I'm saying, on the combat. And I think that one day this game is going to be great. Now, do I regret spending $70 on it? Well, technically right now, because the uh, real estate market is so bad, yes, I do regret spending $70 on it. But um, I'm, glad, I mean, I'm glad I have it and I really like everything else about the game that I've experienced. The story so far is no, don't get me wrong. There's, you know, in uh, dead space, you'd pick up like a uh, audio log or something and it would kind of play. Yeah. In this game, they make you stay still to listen to those. That's annoying. You should totally have been able to walk around and listen to those because the problem is this. My time is limited. I don't want to just stand still in a game and listen to audio logs. So I'm not listening to them. Um, and that's where the lore is at. I don't know if you guys listened to the Prelude podcast that came out for for Callisto Protocol. They got like um, Striking Distance YouTube page has like a like a six part podcast, like an audio drama leading up to it. Dude, it's awesome. It is so good, so good. Maybe, maybe instead of a podcast, they should have play tested this shit. Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe. So, but I think that there's a this is kind of one of those games where like Callisto Protocol 2 is going to be a banger, you know, in the event that there is a Callisto Protocol 2. Like, as long as this game does well enough to Greenland sequel, hang on. Then, um, then we'll, I'm sorry, I have to, I just, I can't stop coughing. So I have no, to. No, it's, it's all good. We should, we should, we should put yeah. a cough counter in that. Yeah. yeah. Every, but, everyone, drink, take a shot every time. Take a shot off. every time I say, hang on, I'm eating the mic. Oh, we're all dying. We're dead. Yeah. But yeah, so I think overall, my experience so far is that the jank is not enough to turn me off the game. And clearly it wasn't for Rick, you know. And I give a shout out to James McCall uh, in the Facebook group. You know, he said that uh, GDI Master Ace, you guys might know him from the leaderboards. Um, but he said that like the ending is phenomenal. I haven't made it that far yet, you know, but, uh, the telekinesis powers are great. You know, the gun, when you have ammo feels great, you know, like the graphics I'm playing on PS five. This game looks guys, this game looks so good. Like the gore is so cool on it. And it's got, um, it's got your boy from, uh, from, uh, Sam Whitmire or whatever his name is. Uh, the dude that, this uh in uh, days gone, he's one of the he's one of the characters in the game. Looks just like looks and sounds just like Deacon St. James or John or whatever his freaking name was. Deacon, it is awesome, dude. Like it's cool. Like the game, the game has like 
budget and time. Like so much of it is so high quality that like the combat is it's holding it back. I think if it was ten percent more arcadey, then this game would have been a ten. A, a, a nine to a ten. I, I don't know. I say that. I've heard a lot of complaints about the shimmying and the loading and all the concessions that they make, you know, to, to so the game can play on PS4 and Xbox One and stuff. So, I, excuse me. I can't say that it's like a great game overall, but my time with it so far has been good. So, um, outside of that, I've been playing um, some more Lego movie on the Precious Vita. I, I freaking hate the game. Like I said, I wanted to platinum all the Lego games just so I could target a franchise <laughs> and platinum all the games on a console. I hate this game so much, guys. I, I don't know that I'm going to be able to do it. Like I beat it and that might be as far as I go with it. <laughs> Cause like going back and doing the trophy cleanup, this is the, my least favorite Lego game. So, and I've got three Lego Platinums on the Vita so far. So I think I might move on to the other ones and come back to this one. So, um, chipping away a little bit of Splatterhouse on the PS3. I got away from it just because I got pledged a bunch of games. And then we had the game club, you know, the game of the month club thing going on. So chipping away at that one. I, I, re, I redid my Hang on. Take I just check. Yep. I, um, <clears throat> excuse me. I redid my setup in my office and I've got uh, a couple monitors right here, like actual monitors. I got away from having the TVs and uh, I bought a uh, HDMI splitter. And so I've got um, for my, my least quality monitor. It's like, it's a 1080p monitor. um, I put the splitter on that one. I was worried that having a splitter would take away some of the quality to my, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that that makes a difference or not. But in my head, I'm like, well, if you're running three or four different things through, it might not be as good. So either way, I um, uh, it's only if you're running anything that causes interference. Otherwise, it's all digital signal. Get a good quality HDMI splitter and you're good. Well, I don't know that I have a good quality one. I picked it up for a buck at the flea market. So um, either way, I, so I got my splitter and I got it right here uh, beside my Duke Nukem statue. And I'm like, I just got hit a button and it just goes. So I got my PS TV hooked up to my monitor and I got my PS3 hooked up to it. So I've been kind of bouncing back and forth, you know, when I have time to just kind of sit and chill in my office, uh, early mornings and some lunch breaks and stuff. Uh, so uh, I've just been playing a little bit of Splatterhouse. I've been playing a little bit of stuff on the Vita. I play, I've been playing Nightcry on the Vita, which is it's made by the same guy who made Clock Tower. I don't know if you guys ever played in the Clock Tower games. This is a third-person survival horror game stranded on the Vita. It came out towards the end of the Vita's life cycle, and it's, it hasn't been poured anywhere. I think there's a there's a version on Steam called Night. I mean, it's called Nightcry. Either way, it's a janky mess, but I like it. It's I can't recommend. It. It's not a great game, but if you like third person, if you like PS2 style survival horror games with jank. Like Siren and stuff like that. This this one's one for you. And then um trying to think. I've been playing uh you know Siphon Filter for our Game of the Month Club. How are you guys are you are you guys playing through that for the discussion at the end of the month? I can't do it. The game it's is so it's, 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 it's a fucking be. mess. It's uh, I can't, dude. I can't 
First of all, it looks like he has fucking jello in his ass when he's walking yeah. around. It's, <laughs> it's so broken. Like, it's like, how do we play games like this? And like, oh man, this game was fucking like, like the game sold so many thousands of copies. Like, didn't yep. it sell over a million copies? Yeah. Like, how? It reminds like, how? me of it's the GI Joe's that had, you know, the GI Joe's that had like the little rubber band that held the torso and the abdomen yep. pieces together. And like, you could turn them and it's like, that's what he looks like when he runs. He looks like one of those rubber band inside uh, GI Joe's. It goes like this when he walks. Like it's like, but you also got to remember, Joe. Back then, that joke was that, the bomb. That, 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 that was the shooter. I don't. I, I'm not happy to admit that I keep failing on the first mission. There's I, like I, when you don't even know where to go. That I keep. Dude, that's yes. well. That's the problem. It's, it's, like, I'm in the tunnel and I keep getting lost. Dude, I'm, yes. too used, I'm too used to games holding my hand. <laughs> Daryl, Daryl, Daryl told me the other day, he's like, you know what? You should platinum that game. And I'm like, man, I haven't even started that game. Bro, <laughs> check it out. I've been watching a YouTube video because the. When you, <laughs> he now he to, tells to, the truth. He's watching a YouTube video on one monitor while playing it on the other monitor. Yes, yes, and he's pausing what, it every five minutes. And he yes, gets progress. 100%. I'm, that's exactly what I'm going to do. Because here's the thing, right? I got the game on my PS4. On a 55-inch 4K TV, right? The game looks like it's just so dark. I can't see anything, right? So I'm watching a YouTube video because I spent so many hours, like Matt said, on that first level. I couldn't beat it. I couldn't figure anything out. I'm like, what am I supposed to do? And so I watch a YouTube video. This guy goes and randomly clicks on a wall. And I'm like, what? I can't see what he's looking at. I can't see what he what he clicked on. I know the section you're talking about. Yes. <laughs> and I was able to beat the beat the level because of that. So no joke. The next level, the subway level, there's a there's a, there's C4 you have to pick up. You cannot see it. You cannot see it on my TV. You can't. So I had to go to the spot. And so what I'm having to do is I'll watch a video. And there, there's some of the levels that I've been able to kind of free run. Like I understand what I got to do. Once you get into the snow levels and things like you can, you know, it's like go blow up a bunch of, a bunch of propane tanks and kill a bunch of dudes, go get a thing, whatever. Some of that stuff is, is fine. But dude, I had to let this first couple levels, man, were stumping me. So yes, I am literally watching a YouTube video on screen, playing the game on the other. So, uh, I am, I'm I'm making my way through it. I, I think I'm maybe I'm, I'm probably about halfway through. So I'm gonna make a big push through it this weekend. My, my goal was to beat it by the Sunday. So uh, I like to beat it, maybe even platinum it and marinate on it. But like I've gotten to the part in the story where it actually explains what siphon filter is and how it works, and it's an interesting enough story. The voice acting is god awful though. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, Outside of that, I'm going to jump into something uh, uh, that I, I guess I wouldn't expect me to talk about, you know, but I picked up uh, for my kids for Christmas. I picked up a couple Razor Kishis. Have you, have you guys have seen the you, Kishi? Did you, did you get the V1s or the V2s? Okay, I got them V1s. Okay. okay Jared, good. friend of the show, said get V2s. He ordered a V2 and said it's really great. Uh, he actually okay. picked up a yeah, V1. Right, and I ain't trying to spend that because mortgage business is bad. <laughs> so check shot, it out, right? Shot every time he says the mortgage business is bad, too, guys. <laughs> hey, guys, that's bad. Y'all going to have alcohol poison. Hang on, listen to me. So I pick up three V1s. So one of my friends owns uh, the Overstock Bend store, 
uh, our local. And so he, he, dude, we were there. We were hanging out Tuesday night. We had Tuesday night gay, uh, gays night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we had Tuesday night guys night, <laughs> not a gays night. That's the next you were right the first time. <laughs> we had a Tuesday night guys night, right? It's a game night guys gaming, but, uh, so we're there playing Smash Bros. We're there playing Mario Kart. I get trounced, dude, in every... I got beat down in Melee. I got beat down in Ultimate. I didn't win a match in anything. You guys talking about trash? I got freaking just waxed. Um, playing Mario Kart, getting my butt kicked. Like I, do, I was definitely the worst. You know, Daddy was a dive man. I was terrible. And then... Uh, so we're there... And he's like, hey, you, you guys, he was letting us go through the back, letting us see all the pallets and stuff or whatever. He's like, hey, if there's anything back here, yeah, just go dig through, find something cool, and I'll cut you a deal on it. The guy is so incredibly nice and generous. Like, he has no right to be as nice to us as he is. And we do a little bit of business with him, but I don't think we do enough business with him to justify how kind he is and how he's like, yeah, go back there, find some stuff. So one of the employees is like, yeah, there's a bin of like really cool stuff back here. So we pull, he pulls out three Kishis. I was like, I'll buy them. I'll buy all three of them right now. So I figured I'd pay 20 bucks a piece for them, 30 bucks a piece for them, you know? It's a good price. Yeah, I thought so too. And he was like, yeah, give me five bucks each. Kid you not. I kid you oh, not. Okay, okay. In all fairness, I have found that. So a lot of people think they're, they, or they either order the wrong one because they right. order like, they'll buy the, yep. I, they'll buy the Android one. They have an iPhone or they'll buy the iPhone. One Vice versa. Yep. Plus. Yep. Um, so I actually, I've actually found three at my local bin store that just popped up and I've got, a, I got my iPhone one for like eight bucks on a Saturday. Yep. So it's normal, but they're, they're still only going right now. Like you can find them common for $40 or less. I've, I found them on marketplace for 40 bucks, you know? Yeah. So I figured I'd pay, you know, 20 or 30 cause he would cut me a deal, you know? And he's like, oh, five bucks each. I was like, are you sure? He's like, absolutely. Dude, super cool. So I picked up the keys, right? And I go and I hook the phone up into it and I play a little bit of Minecraft on there, just checking it out. Guys, they're so cool. Like it is so cool. Even the V1, I haven't touched the V2, so I don't know how much better it is. But the V1 was awesome. So I played some Minecraft, put them all back in the box, you know, because I want to make sure they were all good because most of them still had like the plastic on them. Like people had bought the wrong one. So I just want to make sure everything checked out. They're all good. So I, I wrapped them and put them under the Christmas tree. Well, it got me really thinking. I'm like, man, I, 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 in that same transaction, I picked up this OtterBox mount for your phone on an Xbox controller. I was like, you know what? That was really cool laying in the bed, just kind of hanging out, jamming on those buttons or whatever. I'm going to re-up re my Game Pass and start playing some games. So I, sure enough, I, I got my phone mounted on the front of my controller. And I just start playing on Game Pass, just start streaming games and checking it out. My brother's doing the same thing at the same time. Yeah, we're, we're, he's, he's sending me pictures of Assassin's Creed, and we're streaming through Game Pass. And guys, it's gotten so much better. Like, I tried it out when they first launched the cloud streaming, and it was good you know, about, like, you know, PS remote play. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's good for a little while, bad for a little while, good for a little while, bad for a little while. That cloud streaming was solid, dude. Uh, give a shout out to Diego in the Discord. He was he just finished Soma, and he said that you know he and I were talking. It was like the first hour Soma is really good. He goes, then it gets kind of crappy. I was like, man, that really made me want to play it. So I turned on Soma and I played through the first 20, 30 minutes, streaming it to my iPhone, you know, through Game Pass. And it was smooth as butter. 
no input lag. I was like, dude, that's pretty sick, man. So uh, giving a ring endorsement for all you little game pasturbators out there, man, that, uh, that, that, that cloud streaming is solid, man. That uh, I like it. It's good. So, I mean, it's uh, as weird as it is to say, even online games that have some support are, play really well. So like, I was I was just messing around. I was like, you know, what? I'm gonna play a game of Fortnite off of, off a of Game Pass, and I'm just gonna stream it. I played through the whole game, didn't have a single like lag issue, nothing, no no frame drops or anything. So I'm I'm, thir- I'm thoroughly surprised with how well they've. Stoke, man, that's good stuff. So, yep, that's a uh, that's a lot of games, man. We all just dropped a friggin' metric ton of games on uh, all the listeners. So that's awesome. Guppy brain. Yep. Okay, I don't know what that is, but yeah. You got you got guppy brain. It means you can't remember that you uh, you left you left me out. All right, I'll, I'll remember that. Oh, that that's why Matt was pointing at. You. I didn't say I was done yet. I just said we dropped a lot. Like like Joe dropped a bunch. Matt dropped a bunch. I dropped a bunch. Uh-huh. Only reason I even went yet was because it was organic. Uh-huh. So go ahead, drop your metric ton of <laughs> games. <laughs> so I picked I picked up a sticky switch, uh, and I've kind of gotten hooked into it. There you uh, go. I've been playing a lot of Pokemon Legends Arceus. Because that's the one that I that, that that's the game that I just had, and I was like, all right, cool. As soon as I picked it up, that's all I've been playing on it. Uh, did play a little bit of Stray. Um, I got through the first. I think I'm in chat. I think I'm at the end of chapter three. Uh, it's uh, it's different. It's uh, it's it's interesting, uh, to say the least. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's very slow. It's not as it's not my style of game, but it's interesting the way they've they they developed the story. Um, so played a little bit of that. Got about, I think, I think I've got, like I said, I think I got five trophies and I played about two hours. I tried playing Madison a little bit more on my, uh, uh, the remote play because I've been spending a lot of time with, with my family. So sitting in the chair. Uh, so tried to play it on remote play. I did not like it. That's a game you definitely need to play on a bigger screen. Stray, you can play on remote play. It doesn't require that much attention to detail. Um, but yeah, I've been playing so, and I've also been playing Pokemon Scarlet. We did talk about that a little bit uh, a little bit earlier. Um, I think I've I've only got about three hours into it. Um, from what I've played so far, I'm actually enjoying it. It's a different angle that they've never taken before, and I like it so far. Uh, and then I also picked up Smash Brothers. I'm currently doing the grindy grindy thing and trying to unlock a bunch of characters because um, you have to unlock almost every character in the game, which is the worst part of the game. Um, isn't it the whole game mm, no there's a there there's a uh storyboard type mode where you unlock different spirits and stuff like that and you you do fight but you it's it's like spirits and stickers and like different gotcha. the story uh, mode's is like 45 hours long oh yeah it, I, I i played a little bit of it i've been enjoying it it just gives you a little bit of practice with characters you have unlocked on the storyboard which is cool um Let's see how what else have I been playing? Have I been playing anything else? I don't think so. Like I said, I Pokemon, Pokemon, Smash Brothers, uh, Madison, Stray. Yeah, I haven't really been I haven't been, been diving too too terribly much into anything. I still want to get my five plats before the end of the year. Uh yeah, so like fifteen days, brother. Eh, it'll be all right. Like I said, I I already told you my, my list of games, I I've, I'm trying to keep it to a certain area. So I want a platinum ape escape. Um, I heard them talking about it on Trophy Horse, and everyone talks about how good of a classic game that is. So I want to plat, I want to plat Ape Escape, I want to plat Stray, uh, I want to plat uh, Madison, 
I don't know if I'll platinum knife, siphon filter or not. It might take some more convincing from Resident. <laughs> Just beating Resident it is going to be a feat. <laughs> Resident Duty Face is over here trying, uh, and and oh, then the I Resident think, Duty Face. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, uh, I actually, I really want to uh, pay homage to my uh, my platinum chasing friends here, and I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to purchase. My name is Mayo, and make that my fifth. Do it. That should be your first three. My name is Mayo. One, two, yeah, and just, three. Just do all three. Yeah, you gotta do the trilogy, no, man. No yeah. offense. No, no <laughs> offense. And with all due respect to you, Daryl, I, 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 when when you buy those five cards for me, I don't want three of them to be rat. I, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I, I, one is okay. The other four. Yeah. Well, I mean, you just need the Mayo cards, man. The Mayo trading cards. Collect the whole set. <laughs> Start playing some Rattalaka bowling games. Oh my gosh! Don't I? I don't recommend those. Those are bad. Don't don't. Play I know. Those. I watched you play them <laughs> for like five hours straight. I was sadly I disappointed. In I you. gave up part of my life to play the right like a bowling games. Maybe I'll go back. Maybe I won't. Who knows? <laughs> but yep. No, that's uh, that's about all I've been playing. Uh, do we awesome. do we want since since we're already an hour into the episode? Do we want to do, do we want to dive into leaderboards or do we want to? move straight into community questions since we actually we don't have any community questions we got community questions on facebook and on discord so i got both of them brought up well, what do so, you want to do you want to you want you want to post let's go ahead and let's knock it all out let's let's just let's go all ahead right. and jump in so i'll bring up the backlog beat down you knock out the uh, leaderboards deal true trophies uh the affectatious donk himself with 1083 trophies his last trophy was in Cario three i don't even know what that is uh, and then we got Gaz Davis 11 in second place with 44 trophies playing that burnout paradise remastered still Steigen Wolf in third place with 28 trophies. He is playing uh, Marvel Spider-Man remastered MZ Nitro in fourth place with 25 trophies playing Uncharted 4, a thief's end and stink palm in fifth place. Actually stink palm and Mr. Team and T84 tied for fifth and sixth place with 23 trophies apiece. Getting it. Uh, Stink Palms have been playing 13 Sentinels, Aegis Rim, and Mr. Team and T84 Joe over here got his last trophy in Fallout 4. Nice. Hopping over to the True Achievements leaderboard. These man, these boys have been killing it. I'm styling on your leaderboards with 2,290 achievement points. He's uh he's been playing some lumberjack simulator. That way. Where do all these simulator games come from? <laughs> I don't know, man. He finds them all. I don't even know they exist. Uh, right? Lumberjack simulator. Okay. Uh, Sadik in second place with 1,408 achievement points. He's been playing Sonic Forces. Uh, Mr. Sony Pony to you with 1,060 achievement points. He's been playing Run Sausage Run. There you go. Uh, GDI Master Ace uh, in fourth place with 880 achievement points. He's been playing Vampire Survivors. I hear that game's great, man, but it looks like booty hole, Bruh, I can't. It's old style, eight bit, and it it for a five dollar game, the amount of time you can dump into it is ridiculous. Yeah, yep. All I right. say that about the Rattalaka games, but hey, but y'all are never going to believe who's in fifth place. Resident Daryl. No, no, oh, dang it. Josh, Josh has issues in fifth place with 135 achievement points. Dang, he played a game. Uh, he's been playing Among Us. Uh, okay, hey, that's something. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's 135 achievement points. 
Uh, and that will close out our leaderboards. Daryl, take us over to the backlog beatdown. All right, guys, we're getting close to the end of the line on the BLB3. I'm styled on you, bro. Still rocking that first place with 176 points. Diego, he and CJ are having a bit of a little e-penis measuring contest. So Diego is at 114 points. Then you got uh, CJ with 110. CJ is going to be on the show next week, guys. So I'm super excited about that. You got Red Beer Rick with 103. He just passed me. I'm at, or well, I, I think he and I have been kind of going back and forth for fourth place, but uh, he's at 103. I'm at 102. We got Joe creeping up from behind, like Joe Biden with a 81. All right. We got Gaz with 74. We got JT, the commish, with 66. We got MZ, I got COVID Nitro with 49. We got Jared with 43. We got uh, Yield with 40, Alex with 37. Those boys have been staying neck and neck, man. They've been really, really going at it. Then we got uh, Kalai with 26, Ty with Sadik for 26. We got James Nerd and Tricky with 23. We got Zach and Noah with 21. We got uh, Dino Killer and Jim with 10. And we got Homer and Corey with nine apiece. It's pretty crazy how you know everyone kind of found their spot and doubled up. So uh, the rest of them hadn't changed. So, all right, guys, let's knock out our community questions, and, uh, and then we're going to get into the Luke Bros Game Awards, the most prestigious podcast award in all the land. Poop socks, poop socks for everybody. All right, so we went to Facebook, we went to Discord, we posted uh, about you know doing the Game Awards. Zach, which one do you want to take? You want to take Facebook or Discord? Uh, I can take Discord. Take it away right. with Facebook. You said uh, Facebook. I was coughing. I couldn't hear you. I'm sorry. You you take away the Facebook. Go. Gotcha. All right. So <clears throat> in Facebook, what I did was I posted a meme that stirred up a little bit of interesting conversation. So I want to lead with that. Um, the The meme was... Um, there's a dude man from the office and it says many people play video games on easy mode and that's okay because games are supposed to be fun and relaxing, not stressful. Now the conversation started, uh, where people were saying, Hey, <clears throat> it's not fun playing easy mode. The only reason why I'm bringing all this up is this guy's, uh, Jeffrey br- writes in and he says, this post is very important because I'm a firm believer. There are two types of gamers. Those who play games to win and those who play to have fun. And in, in his opinion, if you don't have fun playing on easy mode, that means that easy mode isn't for you. So what I want to do is I want to start off with a question for the panel. Guys, where do you stand on easy mode? Um, do you think easy mode should or shouldn't be allowed? Do you have an opinion about it at all? Uh, is gaming supposed to be challenging or is it supposed to be fun and relaxing? We'll start with Zach. We'll hit... Um, Matt and with Joe. Um. So okay, easy mode. So I like it just for the simple fact that certain games you enjoy, you want to enjoy the story first. Yep. So for a lot of games, I will throw it on easy mode my first playthrough, and I will go through it and enjoy the story and enjoy just kind of sitting back and seeing what they did with it. And then after that, I'll go back through and I'll play it on a harder difficulty. Um, easy mode. Some games just honestly need it. Uh, I get that, like the Souls community has their own little no difficulty setting uh, deal, which cool. 
if people want to play those games they'll play them um but there are some games like platformer games uh some of them have started coming with difficulty modes uh and it's it's a it's honestly it's a good thing i think it's a good thing especially for people that are just starting out like my my five-year-old will there's what what would she play without easy mode <laughs> nothing uh, i love horses on the ds <laughs> pokemon <laughs> same thing right i mean hey 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 you gotta catch hey. them all you know i'm get out I get out! Get out! None of, y'all, none of y'all can see it, but I'm 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 pointing to the door. Just like COVID, catch them all. That's right. Got to catch them all. Hey, I'm on round Every three, strain. baby. I'm trying to Every get all strain. the vids. Which strain you got? I heard there's 19 of them. I, I'm on three. <laughs> uh, Joe. Or oh, no, Matt. Sorry, Matt, goes Matt. Joe. Yep. There we go. I'm Matt Joe. That's who oh, I am. This Matt episode. Joe. I. I don't believe every single game needs an easy mode. I believe that there are games designed to challenge, but I believe that there is a game for everyone. And some of those games include easy mode. I am fully admitting that there's games that I play through that I was starting on hard mode and I fell off of them because it got too challenging. So then I just turned around, put them on easy mode and completed them. Yep. And I felt no different about having completed them as if I was happy to have finally finished them, got them off my log. So you mentioned Zach earlier, somebody mentioned earlier about the Soulsborne, and that's a type of game that I tried Dark Souls. I tried Demon Souls. I tried a lot of those games and none of them clicked. I tried Elden Ring and that clicked. So I have always said that's a me problem. That's not a game problem. And if the developer wanted to make a game that was tough as nails, maybe not everybody's going to get to play that. That's right. But also I've seen people beat dark souls games with guitar hero controllers and donkey Konga controllers. Uh, You know, if you want to try hard enough, you can do most anything. So I think certain games don't need easy modes. I think other games that have them, there should be no shame in completing it on easy mode. So that's my two cents. All right, Joe. All right. So everyone knows my deal. If you've listened to this podcast long enough, um, I own like 900 games, maybe over a thousand. I've got time to beat shit on hard anymore. I've got time to beat shit on normal anymore. I'm hashtag baby ass baby mode for the win. Because right. you know what? I want to beat games and I want to finish shit in my backlog and I don't have time to be challenging myself all the time. Uh, is there certain franchises where I won't play it on anything less than no- normal? Yeah. Yeah, like Spider-Man, Ninja Turtles, stuff like that. Like Fire Emblem, I'm not playing it on easy. I'm playing it on at least normal the first time. But I, I will say that a lot of games I'll drop down to easy just just experience the game the first time. Like, Like, for instance, Death Stranding. And especially if there's no like uh, difficulty trophy, I'll, I'll automatically put it on easy. Like fuck this, I'm not. If I don't have to, if I can get the platinum in one go, I'm gonna go for it. Yep. Why not? Yeah, but I, I just think I hate people who hate on people who play shit on easy. Like who cares? Like enjoy the game the way you want to enjoy it. Like life is too short to worry about how other people play their video games. There you go. I like that. I like that. Worry more about the. <laughs> worry more about watching shitty movies like Avatar. 
No. <laughs> is, it, is it shitty? I, I wouldn't watch that shit if you paid me. It's like Fern mm. Gully. Pledge. Or, it, it's literally just per- Fern <laughs> Pledge him to watch a movie. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Fern. It's dude. It's Fern Gully meets Dances with Wolves. Like, look at those two plots, identical. It's crazy. I dig it. But anyway, I, I would say like to each their own, right? Like people should be able to play games the way they want to play them. If people want to play it on easy, let them play on easy. It's not that people don't want a challenge. It's some people like have lives. Like not and 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 I'm gonna get the backlash. Oh well, you know we we work hard and then we go and we game and we beat things because we're good at gaming. We're good. We're just get good, get good, bro. I I wish I could get good, bro. I wish I was naturally talently gifted at video games. I'm not anymore. Like I fall, nope. my skills have fallen off in the last I would say five or six years. They just have. But I've also just come accustomed to playing shit on easy now. Like oh, sometimes it's just like fuck it. Cause like, yep. I just want to beat things. I want to experience as many games as I can before I get six feet below the ground. So I'm trying to blast through as much as I possibly can. If that sounds morbid, sorry. Nope. But uh, <laughs> I live by that. But I will say another problem with easy mode is like, I'll play shit over again on two systems. And like, as Cly said, why would you do that? It's wasted time because I like the game, Cly. Like, like I can't wait for Dragon Ball Kakarot to come out on PS5 next month. I absolutely can't wait to replay that game. Like that game is a banger. And the fact that I'm getting a PS5 upgrade, I am super psyched because I never thought that would happen. Dude, I just got the Platinum and TMNT Cowbunga Collection. I'm about to freaking do that junk again on PS5. I saw that. I saw that. Did you get legit or did you use all the exploits? Uh, I beat some of them legit. Some of them I use the exploits. I mean, the Game Boy ones are fucking annoying. Actually, I used exploits on all of them. Some of them I actually beat the entire like game, and some of them I did the watch mode to the end because I'm not playing those Game Boy games. Those Game Boy games are brutal. They're they're so much fun, but they're brutal. They're brutal. They are brutal, and they control that booty hole. So I want to jump in on this one. And most of you guys know my opinion on this stuff, but I agree with everything everyone said. You know, I think you should play games the way you want to play. Some games are meant to be challenging. Not every game is for everybody, you know? Uh, that's where I love trophies and achievements because for me, it's like, let me play the game how I, me, me personally, I'm like, let me play the game on whatever difficulty I want. Normal constitutes the the intended difficulty that the developer decided, in my opinion, right? But for me, if there's no difficulty trophies, I'm automatically going on easy. My time is limited. I don't need to be sitting there beating my head against the wall. I've never played a game that was too easy. I've never in my life said, wow, I wish that game was a little tougher. And I'll <laughs> t- chime in on what um, Matt said earlier. It's like, I used to start games off on hard. You know, a lot of that was because I liked to trophy and achievement hunt, but I started Bioshock and Bioshock two off on hard. And those were freaking hard games. Like I beat, your, I beat the first one on hard. Yeah. That, that shit was hard. It's hard, dude. I mean, that's a, I, I beat the first one hard. It's hard. Like it sucked. <clears throat> I did not like. I did not have fun. And then I I kicked the difficulty down when I replayed it, and I was like, man, this is a blast. It was so good. So I kicked it on normal, you know, to, to replay or whatever. But Bioshock Two, I've started on hard, and I was like, not only was this game slow and not near, it just wasn't as good as the first game, but it's hard as balls. And I was like, I and I didn't enjoy. I didn't. I didn't enjoy my time. So for me. 
I like my gaming to be you know, uh, relaxing and not stressful. Now, it just so happens that my favorite genre of games is naturally not relaxing and very stressful. So that's a little frustrating because there's not always an easy mode in survival horror games. So, you know, and like using Callista Protocol as an example, if that game would have stayed, if that game stays as brutally hard as that first encounter or first you know, cluster encounter was, I would never beat that game. I would not, I, I wasn't having fun. After the sixth or so time of dying, I'm like, this sucks. I'm dropping it down. I don't have time to spend all day dying to these freaking jabronis smacking me with the invincibility freaking frames. So, and that was my struggle with uh, Bloodborne when I beat Bloodborne. Like, my easy mode was calling my son in to beat the game with me. Dude, once I found the the cum dungeon, the game was broken. Whoa, I don't know what that did is. I tell, did I tell you about that, that uh, Daryl? <laughs> so there's like this PvP like unlockable dungeon, right? Where as the minute you step into the dungeon, one of the enemies kills another enemy on the other side of the wall, and it gives you 80,000 souls. What? And you just keep going in and out of the room over and over again. Rinse and repeat. And just max your guy out. Huh. I didn't know that existed. I, I, I didn't know that existed until I got to the second to last boss. And I was like, oh, well. And in my mind, I was like, I beat enough of this, like the real way. I was like, fuck this shit. I just want to. Because, you know, you know, when you get reach yeah. that breaking point in a game where you're like, this game's either too long in the tooth and it should be a little bit shorter. Or you feel like I've just had enough of dying and I just want this game to end. Yeah, like, I just want to see credits, man. I was like, at this point, I was like, I don't, I don't care. That dude with the the cage on his head, when that shoots the magic and the tentacles out of his hands, no, like a, that, that guy was a freaking prick. That thing sucked. <laughs> uh, I I found him pretty easy. I I think the hardest boss and one of the only ones I died to multiple times was that stupid fucking dragon in the cave under the water or whatever the hell it was. It was like in the. Like in the chapel, I don't remember where it was, but it was like this big ass dragon. It's like big, big ass blue dragon. And then the <clears> dumbass, <throat> the baby thing, with the with that came out of the crate, that that like where they like the uh, the fucking witch like tricks you and you like you go up yeah. to the top of the cathedral and it turns into that boss battle where he like turns invisible for like half the battle and then does like the the sights and like throwing the sights and like the invisibility and you can't see anything and I'm like, oh, this sucks. That ba- that battle was pretty intense too. I I really liked that game. I really really did. I can't wait. Like Daryl, we should definitely sit down and do a Super Loop Bros on that one because I I would love to hear your take. You can even bring your son on that one. I'll oh, dude, PG. yeah, he's he's I'll a beast. I keep it PG. So he's a beast, man. Yep. So so yeah, yeah, definitely do the do the easy game if easy is what you want. So just a couple of the the fun responses from there. Uh, one of the being the commissioner JT says I try to make the game as easy as possible. Say so even so much that it breaks the game to my advantage. You know what? That's that's a that's a completionist and a trophy hunter right there talking. So, um, but yeah. So next up we have Jared writing in. He says uh, the question I asked initially not that had nothing to do with the easy mode, but but for tonight's show was what is your game of the year? And uh, Jared, friend of the show, writes in and says uh, his game is my name is Mayo Three Game of the Year twenty twenty two. And then he writes in and he asks. Uh, how does it feel being a part of a gaming podcast and not being able to play PS4's best game? He directed that one towards me. And I got to say, man, it hurts. It stings to the core. I made a deal with the devil. Not being able to play. I didn't know my name was Mayo 3 was going to come out and sweep all the awards. You know what I'm saying? 
How did I know? I, I didn't know it was going the best game for the PlayStation Four generation since Miami's Man Two was going to come out, and I wasn't going to play it. So it stings, man. It stings. It stings. It hurts me deep. So, what do you guys think about my name is Mayo Three being the the goat? I mean, it's literally the Tom Brady of video games. <laughs> if you had thirty second, if you had the ball. And you're on your 20 yard line and you only had one game to choose. You choose the Mayo. That's right. You, you go for that jar. You pick that's it right off the shelf and it would it march you down the field, score you a touchdown. That's what it does. Let me it's, tell you how game, good. It's a game that's always in our hearts, Daryl. That's right. Let me tell you how good my name is Mayo is. The commissioner, JT, he changed his Patreon name to my name is F and Mayo. And then whenever and he, he's a Patreon producer for Sacred Symbols and each and every episode, I get to hear. Yep, I get to hear it too. It's a Colin Moriarty say, "My name is Mayo." <laughs> it's amazing. I hear it every week too, and I'm like, "Every is that week." You? I was like, "Is that you?" And he goes, "Yes, that is me." I was like, "That's amazing." He used to read it out the the full thing. My name is Effing Mayo, but then now he's just my name is Mayo. Still good though. Still good. All right, Zach, what we got? All right, so heading over to the Discord, we got. I'm styling on your bro. Writes in. Because we asked the question, what is your personal game of the year? Toss up between Mass Effect, Scarlet Nexus, Yakuza Like a Dragon, or Power Wash Simulator. All great for different reasons. Most memorable and funny moment of the year was in Thief Simulator. I stole a rich dude's sports car so swiftly the security guard got suspicious as I drove past him, but never alerted the authority. Nice. Did I tell you guys the story about the Power Wash Simulator with my son? Couldn't find yep. that one that one percent spec, yeah. <laughs> press <laughs> no, press the power wash button. Press the power wash button. Did I send you guys the video? No, no that I didn't send you the video. I just sent you the video. So yeah, Joe, you probably you probably didn't hear the story yet. But um my uh my son, my youngest, he was entertaining his brother, sister, and his cousin and was talking about they were playing power wash simulator. And so he says, you got to hit the power wash button and he points at his penis and he goes, boop. And then he starts flailing oh. his arm around. Oh, I, heard that. Yeah. <laughs> I heard that on the podcast. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It was so funny. Uh, yeah. So I, that's part of the reason why I got game pass so I can play power wash simulator. And, and <laughs> Cause unlike tricky, I listen to my shows when I'm not on them. Oh, uh, dang tricky. Ways up. <laughs> All right, is that what else we got? <laughs> Diego writes in, my game of the year for 2022 was Ollie Ollie World. With a special shout out to Shattered Deluxe Remastered. Never would have imagined getting into a skateboarding game considering I've never touched a board in my life. The game made me want to pull off a south flip knowing damn well I'd break my legs upon landing. And then he also says, why is CJ stating that I'm a 14 year old coming on, coming on him? Uh, CJ, we're gonna save that question for next week. Uh, so you have to answer that. That's your first. That's the first thing you answer. That's the first thing you have to answer. Because <laughs> uh, if not, we might have to cut it out of the podcast. Uh, how much money do you now, guys? Now think he backs out of the show. Is... <laughs> how much I'm not answering guys... that. That's so funny. How much money do you guys think you've spent this year on games? Any regrets? Question mark. Oh, that's a good uh, question. Daryl, let's start now with we, you. Okay. Um, not, not not flipping games. Games that you bought for yourself. 
the games that I bought for myself. Um, so Gaz keeps up with that. He keeps a spreadsheet and he, he keeps up with that stuff. I do not. So off the top of my head, I'm just gonna. Why don't you do that to yourself? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that's a good way to budget. Make sure you know. I would say because I bought like, um, so I bought Horizon uh, Zero Dawn brand new or uh, Forbidden West brand new. I bought um, Elden Ring brand new. I bought uh, Close to Protocol brand new. And then I bought Dying Light 2 brand new, and I bought the collector's edition of Dying Light 2. So I bought that game twice, two different systems. Um, so, I mean, that's what, 500 bucks right there? Just those games? Because the collector's edition of uh, Dying Light 2 was like $250. So I would say easily $1,000 on games that I was just... I would say easily a thousand dollars on games this year that I just was buying for me. And, you know, just to have most of those, I would probably say are digital. Um, I've spent, if we're talking about games, physical games on the used market, you know, not necessarily just flips. I mean, I'd probably say I've spent another grand this year. Uh, But, you know, some of that is, I don't know, maybe, yeah, some of that, I'd probably spend another $1,000, easy, easily. So, I would say at least two grand this year on games, but a lot of that stuff I started selling, so, I mean, I bought 60 games last, uh, this past Wednesday. So. Matt, what about you? Including your, uh, include, you know, in, in encompassing this, so let's include consoles of any sort so your steam oh, whoa. jeez whoa whoa you, you didn't say you, that <laughs> you knew exactly where i was going with this one yeah because the nice thing about steam is it gives you actually a nice little breakdown of all the games you bought so it has about 400 dollars worth of games just for myself not including games that i bought for friends uh plus another probably 200 on consoles plus 650 on the steam deck uh, plus multiple SD cards for the Steam Deck, which is another 120. So I'm looking at about over a thousand, about 1,200 for uh, on gaming this year. Mm, not bad, not bad. I'm sure. You know what? I'm sure Joe is probably the worst culprit because he just buys games and then they go on a shelf. Yeah. <laughs> or in the oh game. yeah, because because Matt's don't go on a digital shelf called the Steam Library. I don't know. Yeah, all right, you're going on a physical and digital show. What do you What are you right. thinking then? All right, so let let's let's do this because I don't think it's you don't it's not as bad as you guys may think. Honestly, WWE two K twenty two, Gran Turismo seven, yep, both That's... Ninja Turtle games, yep. uh Pokemon Legends RCS, Pokemon Legend or Pokemon Scarlet, yep, mm-hmm. um Monster Hunter, mm-hmm. uh Monster Hunter DLC. Nope, thanks. Uh, Somebody didn't buy the DLC. Joe. You didn't buy the, no, Joe literally tells us when he buys a game. He's like, oh, I bought a game, guys. He's just going through all my texts. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. Ragnarok, there's another 70. Yep. Forbidden West. No. You didn't pick up Forbidden West? I thought you did. Oh, nope. what? That was me. I, that was me. <laughs> you haven't even touched it. Elden Ring? I played a little yes. bit of it. Yeah, Elden Ring, there's another 70. I played a little bit of, uh, of Forbidden West. Uh, uh, House of Ashes, there's another 40. Did you pick up the new one? 
No, I haven't yet. I heard it's like terrible though. I want to get it still, but I heard it's like I heard it's dog shit. I game flied it, so we'll see. Oh, dude, I want to want to get it too. Yeah, it's going to drop, Daryl. I'm not worried. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Joe. Go with your number now. I would say I would say like seven or eight hundred, but that's like way less than most years. Like honestly, and if you want to like factor in Black Friday shopping, it's probably close to a thousand. But yeah. And I'm no different than most people about a thousand. I try to budget. I try to only buy a game every month, like a full price game. And I think I, I accomplished that and much more this year. I saved a lot of money. Like I didn't, I didn't buy a lot. Like even the switch, like the switch, I bought mostly you mostly like budget games. Like I bought Danganronpa for like $2 last week. Fucking awesome. You missed that one, Zach. No, I, no, I, I, I saw your, uh, your message. Did you get, did you pick it up or did you have a switch at that point? No, yes, I had a switch, but no, I did not pick it up. Oh man, it was dollar ninety nine, man. So I, you know, the more I think about it, the more money I spent, guys. (laughs) Well, I mean, I'm not much better. All right, I mean, devious devious dice is only a dollar ninety nine too on the switch right now. If you guys don't have that, there's a lot of like really cheap games. I got the takeover that like takeover that um beat 'em up game that was like a dollar ninety nine or two ninety nine on the switch. Which is hitting in home runs with these cheap ass games lately. But uh, on the uh, Switch, I bought Arceus. I bought Fire Emblem, uh, Warriors, Three Hopes. I think that's it for full price Switch games for the entire year. And Pokemon. That's it. Three three full price games. Which for the, for the Switch, I think that's a pretty tame year. Oh, and Monster Hunter. So it's four games. Only four. I games. said Monster Hunter. You told me no. You yeah. Hey, no, I didn't buy the DLC. I bought the game. I the oh, game. I thought you bought the DLC because you, you, Kali, and Matt were talking about grinding it together. No, I never picked it up because I never. No. I still haven't beat the, the fucking original campaign. I Fired. still have to do that it's on my list of things to do. So I was looking through my ninety day total on eBay. Oh Jesus God! And I bought. I've probably. I'm not going to say how many hundreds of games I bought, but I've definitely spent at least a thousand dollars. My 90 day total right now is just under $3,000 made. So I've paid for my own gaming habit just by flipping games. I mean, yeah. So, are you in I, Phoenix? I, re- are you in Phoenix resellers? Uh, Discord? Do you get up in that? No, no. Yeah, should I be in that? Dude. Yes. Yes, you should. Yeah. If that's, if you're, if you're flipping and reselling, they have, they have like lead, like different chat channels that are for leads. It costs $15 a month, but your first month is your first month is free. Dude, it's worth it for I leads. Thought- they have leads. They have a discussion on how to get ungated, how to do F- Amazon FBA selling. Oh yeah. Like yeah, you yeah talking about they, they do the, they have the whole nine. Like there's, there's storefront leads. There's, there's uh, um, Amazon leads. There's eBay leads. There's, um, there's all kinds like they've of got, stuff. they got someone from every freaking company up in that discord giving people. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. That's wild. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm obsessed. I, I'm obsessed with his channel. Obsessed. Like I watch it every day. Every day he drops a new video on there. I, I've watched a few of his videos recently. I, I don't love his. I don't, uh, I don't like him, but his videos are great. Okay, so you you, you feel me then? He's just, I don't he think he's bad. Off. I just he think that like disingenuous man. A little bit, and it's it's like a little um. It's so fake. Some of his stuff, like when he goes in the stores, like he he brings up a copy of the desk, like. Hey Jerry, how much you gonna do for this one? And he's like, he's always giving him like a deal every time. Yeah, I'm like, that never happens in my pawn shops. Like, what the what the heck? 
Okay, well, in all fairness, though, if you've lived since somewhere long enough and you've been going to that same that same shop every week for like four four years, you're going to get to know who owns that pawn shop. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've got places like that. Like I've got gas stations that I frequent and they give me free drinks and donuts and stuff. So like I understand that like building a rapport and building a relationship. Yeah, I get, I get that. The South is completely different than New Jersey. No one's giving you free donuts and fucking coffee here. It's oh, my God, happening. dude. It's, not, it's just not happening. There's this there's this gas station I used to go to before I started E2M. And I'd go every morning, get me a Diet Coke and a donut. That's my, That was my breakfast every morning, right? And there'd be days where I'd go to get in line, and the ladies would just wave me off. They'd say, all right, we'll see you tomorrow, sugar. <laughs> like, all right, thanks. <laughs> it's like I did. That's $2.50 I saved. So... They're good to me there. They were good to me. But yeah, I, I watch Phoenix Resales. I watch Harry Tornado. Uh, my favorite is the Bearded Thrift Machine. Um, he's the smaller of those three. Uh, I've been watching Froggy Flips. You know, I've been watching all these guys. And what's crazy is I didn't know this type of content existed. Like, I, I'm so brand new to this. And I stumbled across the Bearded Thrift Machine. And I was like, man, it was cool because he picked up some Pokemon games doing a yard sale like video. And I was like, dude, I never even considered all the deals I tell you guys about, all the crazy stories I have. I've never considered wearing a camera. Like, I just never thought it didn't dawn on me. This guy at the time, he had like 50,000 subs. And I was like, this is seriously the, like, I, you guys know I've never been a big YouTuber. I don't watch a lot of YouTube. I don't watch a lot of videos. It's it's usually trophy guides and how-to videos, stuff like that, you know? And so it's never really been my thing. And, dude, I just sat there and just marathon hours and hours and hours every night just for a while of these yard sale and garage sale videos. And then I started following all these other guys. I was at a local vendor event you know, just a few months ago, guys. You know, you guys, when I set up and sold some stuff and was posting things in the, in the thing, and my the, my friend that owns the Ben store, he's like, hey, you watch Harry Tornado? I was like, nope, never seen it. He's like, yeah, he's local. He's from Lexington. He's got like 350,000 subs and he makes videos at the flea market. I'm like, I've seen that guy. I've seen him, you know, pulling his little wagon around wearing a camera. But I've never talked to him. I've never, I ne- like, it was crazy, dude. It was right there doing the same thing I do. But I was just completely oblivious. Like, I was like a freaking, had my head in the bro. You're in the zone, bro. Yeah, I'm in, I'm out there freaking swimming with sharks trying to get deals. I mean, you want to watch the best channel for that stuff like that or just like looking up video games? It's old and they're like they release an episode about every like seven months now because they just they were working on a movie and shit. The Game Chasers. That shit is hilarious because it gets all like the big YouTube namers like Metal Jesus and stuff on there and like Pat the NES Punk and all those guys and they're all going around trying to find games and. They have like crazy like catchphrases because the show went on for like a good like four or five years. And it's it's interesting content. I would love to have one of those guys on. I, I also talk to them on on uh, Facebook sometimes. So I guess. Thank you. Yeah, man. On. Well, it's crazy. I'm like, seriously, and just has been the past couple months that I've seen these videos. And it was um my again, my friend Steven owns Overstock Bins. He was like, dude, do you ever have you ever considered filming like, while you're out there getting this stuff? I was like, no. I was like, I just started. I just learned that that's even a thing. <clears throat> He's like, you should do it. Because I was telling him some stories of things I found and all that stuff. And that was right about the time that that um, Zach issued the first challenge in October. You know, And I was like, sure. So I went and picked up a couple cameras. Like, I've got two cameras now that I'm using. 
And I'm like, dude, this is freaking fun. This is so fun. And what's cool is because, you know, a YouTuber does this in at our flea market. When people see my camera on me, they're like, oh, you do YouTube? And I'm like, I got 34 subs. I'm like, I ain't nobody. <laughs> but I'm like, I just started, man. I'm having a blast doing this. This is awesome. My kids think it's holy. It's awesome. Um, my daughter, I got my daughter. I picked up my second camera so my daughter could wear one. So we have the Zoe cam because she freaking loves this stuff. And making the videos and, and and filming these these things has been a blast, man. Like I, it's editing and I enjoy it. And it's funny because I've got some some samples and stuff set aside that I want to add in to be that I think are gonna be fun. Um, but it's pretty cool. But then just again, just having you know, just like being able to show the story is like, hey, because this stuff is cool, dude. I love the thrill of the hunt. Has always been. It's always been what I've been after. I, I mean, half the time, getting the game isn't near as fun as how I got the game, you know? And, like, just this week, I, Wednesday, I picked up 60 games. Um, the week before, I picked up 60 or 57 games. I mean, I've got, like, almost 120 games this week, you know? And, you know, I've listed some of them. I sold a few of them. It's been fine. But it's just been cool to do it, you know? So, anyways, what's our next question? Uh, I have spent a lot of money on gaming this year. Oh, that's there, right. There, yeah, you started there. There, there, there goes Daryl forgetting. Forgetting. I did forget you that time. That time was legit. That time two, I did forget you. Can we got on two, side. That's two strikes. Side. Three strikes. Remember, you're out. We'll see. We'll see. Um. <laughs> so I've uh, so actually so for counting consoles and everything this year, I have spent quite a bit because I have an OLED in front of me. I picked up my Series S this year. There's a PS4 in the living room. Good lord. Um. I, I won't count accessories, and then. I've picked up, holy crap, a lot of games. I, I spent $100 on Modern Warfare 2, spent $100 on freaking WWE. <clears throat> I'm saying I, I probably spent like 2000 probably total this year on games and Thank gaming you. in general. Um, Yeah, it's been, a, it's, been a, it's been a decent year. I won't complain too terribly much. Um. But yeah, moving on to our next question. Uh, so sorry. So Stylin actually answered this question too. He said, "I spent about seven fifty this year. I think between my graphics card and, and, and girlfriend." Oh my god, that <laughs> joke was hilarious. <laughs> and Gaz responded, "Not a bad price for a PC and a girlfriend for the year." Then, um, <laughs> and then CJ said, "Question for the show: What is your best worst game of twenty twenty two?" Which I which which I think we actually have something kind of like that. We have our worst our, our worst game of the year is a category that we're going to discuss later. So, so what is we'll the best it. of the worst? I guess we'll we'll tie that into the actual. Well, well yeah, we'll tie that in. Um, I like it. But uh, Matt's wife actually writes in and answers that question. She says, "Pokemon. Uh, what is it?" And then she asks, "What is a game that everyone thinks is game of the year, but you think is stupid?" Ooh, I like that question a lot. Let's start. Let's start with Joe this time. What is a game that everyone thinks is game of the year, but you think is stupid, Joe? That I think is stupid. Yep. yep. S dumb. Tough one. I mean, a game that everyone tough. loves, I'm... but you think is stupid. Oh, like any of those fucking MOBA games. Like, I, I don't understand how Genshin Impact can be up for anything when it's literally like nine hundred years old, or or Fortnite. Like I get that they're ongoing games, but like let's not let's make let's nominate some new shit. Or what actually got nominated for award or Final Fantasy fourteen, right? I'm sick of seeing that nominated for things. 
Um, like, I get it. It's a good game, but you can't win game of the year if you're older than a year old. It wasn't Girl. nominated for game of the year, though. It was nominated for best ongoing game and best community support. Same thing. Same thing. But yes, it did win a game. It, it did win two game awards this year. Um, I mean, again. let's get our game. <laughs> let's get our categories right next year. We're not putting Sifu as a fucking fighting game. <laughs> like, or like, let's have more sports games nominated next year, so it's not just Gran Turismo. It's like oh, you don't have any racing yeah. games. Like Gran Turismo wins. There's so many racing games every year too. Like you can have your own racing category. Forza exactly. came out this year too, right? Yeah, dude, you can get nominated, and everyone's Forza like, oh, Forza is so good." Yeah. And everyone said it was so good. It didn't get nominated for shit. Like, must be so ridiculous. Matt, what about you? I'm having a real difficult time remembering a game that released this year. Cyberpunk. And it was... The developer came out and released it, and it had, like, this is the Game of the Year edition. And it didn't have any Game of the Year. Far Cry 6. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yes thank you yes yep, yep. it was far cry 6 they released the gear the game of the year edition for far cry 6 and everybody said well, this is not game of the year yeah. like and, and i bought far cry 6 and i quit maybe a quarter of the way through it was just so boring to me but I mean, yeah that was a i i don't know if there's anybody actually legitimately thinking that it's game of the year obviously the devs do but yeah no <laughs> we, we we were hoping it was going to get game of the year and it wasn't but we we are oh, we thought just putting it on our box made it true that's <laughs> how that works yep <laughs> oh wow they should do that for pokemon shit there you yeah, go. what about you oof um i would say uh my i would say elden ring um i bought it you know dabbled watched my son play a little bit and I was just like, I don't know. This just looks like all the other Souls games. <clears throat> it wasn't really, um, wasn't really much for me. I, I, an unfair one would be Pokemon, just because I didn't, I haven't played the games. That's why I'm saying it's unfair. But I watching videos and watching how broken it is, I'm just like, wow. They okay. they they've they've patched a lot of it. I haven't had any of the issues that everyone was talking about since I started playing. Yeah, but that's the problem with the, today's gaming is everything's patched and whatever what you buy and what you end up with aren't the same. I mean, Callisto Protocol being a culprit too, you know, it's like even uh, Dying Light, Dying Light Two, just finally the the trophies are finally not uh, borked. So it's like now I can go back and play Dying Light Two, but it took almost all year. You know what I'm saying? I spent freaking three hundred dollars on on that game, and here I am. Seven months later, and it's like, oh, I can play it now. Thank you. I'm so glad it's safe to play. This sucks. You don't want your save file. You don't want your save file chewed in. Yeah, or my trophies glitched and not able to get. I mean, Dying Light One on Xbox Three, or Xbox One. There's a there's a um a glitch with the uh, the dungeons. Essentially, I can't remember what they're called, but these little these little places. That you have to go through and clean out these like apartment complexes that are like locked down. I forget all of a sudden I can't remember the name of what they call them, but it's essentially the dungeons in the game. And like Cray and I and my sister in law, like we freaking played through them and all our trophies are glitched on it. It's it says we haven't finished, but we finished all of them. And like you can 
go into them and stuff, but it just it is sport. So um it's a it's a pain. So yeah, I would say Elden Ring just because I I mean it was it got this you know, everyone's like, Oh, this is so great, it's so great, so great. And I'm just like, I mean, it's it's okay. You know, again, I didn't spend a lot of time with it, so it's not it's not hundred percent fair. But just watching it, I, I didn't care, you know. And then same thing for uh but to be fair, those games don't really speak to me, so I, I they just they're just a little a little stupid in my opinion. Okay. All right, um, you guys ready to get into the game awards? That's the last question, right? Daryl, you're fired. Oh man, I'm scrolling down. There's more. Three, three strikes, you're out. That's it. I did it. <laughs> I win. You forgot about me again. <laughs> I did no, it on purpose. No, I did it on purpose. No, you fucking didn't. No, you didn't. Uh-huh. Oh my god. <laughs> Dude, you are so sick right now. <laughs> you can tell. <laughs> oh god. I'm, I'm they they say right, COVID right. makes you foggy brained. There you go. <laughs> So, all right. So I'll power. I'll, I'll power through it. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West. Controversial. Everyone. Yeah, yeah. I was waiting on that one. Uh, for for all of you at home that uh, don't get the lovely visuals we do, Matt just flipped me off. Um, yeah, Horizon Forbidden West. Everybody thinks that game is everything in a cup of tea, and it played a little bit boring. Boring. I think it's weird when people say Horizon's boring because I think there's few games in this world that exist that have a better combat loop than those games. Horizon, the the first Horizon, I I I'm in, I'm enjoying when I, I I've played part of it. I'm I'm enjoying it. I I played a little bit of Forbidden West and just, mm, mm. I don't know. Maybe my opinion will change once I finish the first game. But yeah, maybe you should finish the first game before trying the second one. <laughs> You shut your mouth. The thing I, is, it's it's one of those games that like it's to me, and again, I don't, you know, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to change anybody's mind on it, but like I thought the combat was so addictive. It was like all I wanted to do was fight robot dinosaurs. It was so much fun. <laughs> like, come here, robot dinosaurs. I, I, I will give you this, Zach. The Forbidden West story is significantly weaker than Zero Dawn. Okay. But that said, Zero Dawn's story is so high up there that, by comparison to me, Forbidden West is still a great game. And yes, I was telling you, you're number one. Oh, <laughs> number yeah. one in his book. <laughs> um, so Diego answered that one. He said, easy stray, simply because cats are overrated. Yeah, CJ, cats are stupid. CJ says, a thousand percent, Sony marketing strikes again. And then Stylin responds with, the best pun ever you've cat to be kitten me <laughs> that's terrible um but that is all of our community questions so let's go ahead and hop on in to our loot bros game awards nice. that's right i'm very excited about this guys i'm very excited about this so in typical loot bros fashion we come up with a bunch of topics a bunch of categories these may or may not be serious i mean you can be the judge obviously I get it. Cat categories, straight. Ah, I see. I, I did not do that. No, didn't. I didn't do that. <laughs> I would never do that. <laughs> so. All right, and then um, we're going to end with our actual game of the year and the first ever Loot Bros community member of the year that we let the community vote on. So I think I think that's pretty cool. So, all right, guys, our first category of the night: What is the best poop story of the year? 
Easy. Chocolate banana. That was a chocolate banger. Banana. That was the best one of the year. Chocolate banana all year. Yeah, I really don't think you can beat chocolate banana. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't have anything that comes close the, to that. The nominees are just chocolate <laughs> banana. <laughs> yeah, that was and a winner, fun episode. And the winner that, yeah. of the movie for shittiest game, shittiest shit <laughs> is chocolate banana. <laughs> Uh, I'll accept the award on behalf of of uh, my friend Vinny for chocolate so, banana. So I was gonna say, yeah, chocolate banana is good, yeah. But I was gonna say that pooping in the back of the the truck, um, of the of the uh, lighting of the, your fart on fire. <laughs> no, lighting farts on fire is awesome. But yeah, but tricky story about him pooping in the oh, back of the house. Oh, yeah. How do we forget about that? No way, oh, that way. I didn't forget. Wins. That wins just so it can be brought up again. <laughs> 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 and so you can present him with an award. Now, oh my now, gosh, Daryl! Now you should make him his trophy. <laughs> oh, dude, I should make make a cut out of him pooping in the back of a truck. Like a dog, Sounds dog like dog. he made his own trophy. Oh uh, no! Ooh. Ask Jared. Ask Jared for the meme. I'm sure he still has it. So, so Tricky came up with this whole story. All right, about how someone that he worked with was <laughs> is in our groups and was getting him in trouble with because there's pictures of Tricky pooping in a hopper. On on Facebook, <laughs> they actually so Jared went through all of the hard work to actually find a New York City garbage truck and put Tricky mm-hmm. pooping in the hopper. That's right. He actually went out there and took a picture of Tricky's truck specifically. <laughs> okay, who who made that? Jared? Jared did it. How's Jared not community member of the year? <laughs> <laughs> close close the voting because like yeah. like he gets my vote. Yeah, yeah. He definitely um he definitely did good for that one. So. Uh, yeah, I, I personally think that the, the tricky poop in the hopper it rivals the chocolate banana, but I, I, I'm not going to say it's it's better. I think they are uh, story story wise. The chocolate banana wins out. I feel like, but like the know, follow the up one. the fo- the follow up disaster from tricky pooping in a hopper was legendary. Oh, so funny, so funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And moving on, next category. What was your most anticipated game that was broken at launch? <laughs> Spoilers, every game this year qualifies. Uh, he wants to go um, first. I'll go last so I don't skip Zach unintentionally. Oh, Gil, I, Gil, I'll, go, I'll go first so we don't skip me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, most anticipated game that was broken at launch this year. Uh, Modern Warfare 2. Uh, I was super duper looking forward to it. and. Every time I tried logging in for the first couple of days and there was a lot of kicking you out of parties and stuff like that, that was a really big issue with it being mainly online only based. Um, You can play the story offline, but it was still a pain in the butt. So if you weren't playing on like your main console, it wouldn't let you play it offline. And then when if you were trying to log in online it'd give you this hue on me error code that would say oh can't connect you to blah 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 whatever and you have to like restart your console like five times before it would actually work big pain in the butt but overall the game still gets a solid b plus in my book was that nice. modern warfare 2 yeah the remake i mean the game's not even on the disc so i feel like it should win like it should win like it should win automatically <laughs> the game's not even on the disc that it's printed on it's not there like you have to download the entire game like it's not crazy. like a portion of it, like all of it. Like that disc, that plastic <sighs> disc is literally a CD key. Like you remember that shit from like from like nineteen ninety four 
you had to put the doom disc in to then download to your to your pc to play it yeah we're back to that again i mean technically we've been back to that for a while we just really realize it because we all went digital for the most part so it's like not me you mean the fact that every time I put in a Nintendo Switch cartridge, no matter if the game's old or new, it says, hey, download the software update? Ah, that is not true, sir. So Nintendo does cartridge updates. And if you buy the most recent cartridge, I only found this. OK, so sidetrack. Sorry. I found this out because like, you know how you go on those like YouTube like rabbit holes and like you find some crazy ass videos on YouTube. Like today I found a video about like this place in Siberia, which is like the coldest place in the planet. And it's like 47 degrees below Fahrenheit. Sweet. Dude, it's insane. Like they they showed a video of the dude putting like sandwich meat up to like a like a pole and pulling it away. And he's like, that's what happened if you didn't wear gloves and you touched metal here. That's crazy. I was like, fuck me. I was like, I'll stay in my warm ass house in New Jersey. But anyway, so I, fe- I fell down this rabbit hole and this chick was talking about how there's cartridge variants for Switch games. And it's like the new craze. People are collecting cartridge variants. Oh, and that's cartridge- awesome. And the cartridge variants have the updates in the cartridge. You don't have to download them. That's dope. So if you know what number cartridge to look for, you know you get the one that has all the updates already included on the cartridge and it does not take extra space up on your Switch. You just have to know what you're looking for. Apparently, I didn't believe her. And until I like looked it up and I was like, oh, this shit's real. Like there's a Reddit for this. Like this shit goes deep. I was like, interesting enough. That's amazing. I wish there was Vita cartridge variants because then I'd get there'd them have all. To, there'd have to be Vita cartridges, first of all. And there'd have to be a Vita. There. Yeah. Doesn't Vita mean life, not death? Well, unfortunately, Sony read that one wrong. <laughs> All right, Matt. Most anticipated game of the year that was broken. I'm going with the easy choice of Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. It just there's too many things on that game that they should have delayed this another year. Yeah. Yep. Joe, did you pick one yet? WWE 2K20. Oh wait. Oh wait. (laughs) (laughs) I can't nominate that. It's from two years ago. I mean, it should still win anyway. Um, Pokemon. It's not a hard choice. Like Remember, it, guys, if you want to know why, go listen to December's Driftcast. There you oh, go. Thanks for the cheap plug. Thanks for the cheap plug. Yeah, nice. yeah. It's just, it's just it's a it's a beautiful disaster. It's like a it's like a turd with like cracks all over it, like a shiny turd that's gold. But like you can see that it's not real gold. It's like painted on gold. Like that's a Pokemon <laughs> this this time around. It's like a it's like a fool's gold piece of shit. It's like you think it's a piece of gold, but there's really a piece of shit under there. It's like, how did I put it, Matt, on the show? It's like, you ever, you ever as a parent go, is that chocolate or is that shit? Yes. <laughs> that's what the new Pokemon is. You can't tell. So you go to lick it and you're like, oh, that's shit. Well, I, if it's questionable, you don't lick it. I, I feel like this is, this is a beautiful cheesecake. And under there, there's this creamy goodness that you need to just devour. But they topped it with dog shit that they picked up from the park and felt, this will make a good topping. And you can't separate the two. It's like mixed in. And to get to the awesome tasting cheesecake, you have to bite through the dog shit. 
Damn. It's crazy. That's crazy. No, it, it, he's not. He's not wrong. But I also feel like it's like you ever eat a you ever eat, you ever go for your favorite. You ever like have a craving for chocolate? So you just dip into your kid's Halloween basket. You're like, oh, man, yeah. I'm going to get something great. And it's a fucking almond chocolate. It's got. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, damn it. Like all I wanted was a piece of chocolate or it's a Kit Kat, but it's a white chocolate Kit Kat. Oh, I love those. And I'm like, this Did- shit can go in the trash. Did you ever make yourself breakfast and you go to take a sip of your drink and you're like, ah, oh, this is going to be a great glass of milk and it's orange juice? Uh. No, because I don't make those. Tr- I don't make those. I make those mistakes. I feel like that's the switcheroo we got. Yeah, or it's like you ever go and grab a nice cookie from the jar of cookies and it's a fucking raisin cookie. Oh, dude, yeah. <laughs> but you're but you're, but you're expecting a chocolate chip cookie. You're like, no, this is definitely gonna be a chocolate chip cookie. No, it's a fucking raisin cookie, dude. So no one asked for. It's like getting to the bottom of the munchkins and all that's left is those fucking like multi grain munchkins yeah like, no one asked for those like why do you get the plain munchkins mom i used to have these ladies that made me cookies for christmas uh every year that i that, uh, at my previous job and it's like you reach into the container all these homemade cookies you're like oh this is gonna be awesome and the, this looks like chocolate chip and then it's actually oatmeal raisin it's like what the <laughs> freak why would you put those in here yeah that's that's what that is i like oatmeal raisin it's worse when you're like at a job or work and like it's like a community bowl of cookies. So you reach in and you're like, I got one shot at this because I can't put it back. Yep. Or it's I'll get COVID. Oatmeal raisin. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't want oatmeal raisin. It's bad enough it was oatmeal raisin, but it also gave me COVID. This sucks. So the yeah, co- I COVID cookies. <laughs> the old COVID cookies. That's right. So I uh for me it's most anticipated, hands down, going in this year was Dying Light. Dying Light 2. That was like the game that I was like, this game, I mean, I bought the collector's edition, um, I bought the digital version for the PS5. I was like, I'm going in and I'm going to sink my life in this game. I, I, I was like, in my head, I was like, I'm going to stream this game. I'm going to platinum this game on both systems. Like, I'm going to make a big to-do about it. And I'm going to be the Dying Light 2 expert. And then it came out buggy and broken, you know, and albeit that my eight hours in the game was pretty smooth, like it had some jank. And then the fact that the trophies were all jacked, I'm like, I can't, I can't put 50 hours in this game and have a glitch trophy. I'll, I'll have a heart attack. I will jump off my house. Oh, jeez. So I just, I decided to shelf it. So that for me, that's the one that's just, it hurts. Right there with you. Cause I, probably put a good 20 hours into it and after a while i just became so bored and the combat was not fluid it's, it's and not as good. It just janky and i just like, all right i got other things i can play yep that's and that's a lot of money that and that's really that that's the one that kind of you know really did it for me it was like you know what i'm gonna slow down on buying brand new games and I mean, of course, then I bought Horizon and Elden Ring immediately <laughs> after. But then I was like, you know what? After that, I'm going to slow down on buying brand new games because it's like, this is crazy. We live in this age where, like, I'm just getting, I'm just allowing myself to be ripped off and taken advantage of every time. You know? And Callisto Protocol. And Callisto Protocol had all the signs and all the markings of an amazing game. This is going to be the one. This is the Dead Space Killer. You know what I'm saying? Glenn Schofield. Unleashed. 
And then here we are, you know, with broken combat. Like the the main thing you do in the game is is Bro. technically broken. Broken Not combat. So, dun, yeah, dun, 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 yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it is. That's right. That's the new theme song for the show. All right. Daryl, would you like to give us the next category? Sure thing there, buddy. What was the worst game of 2022? Worst game. Ooh, uh, worst game of 2022. Worst game that was released or worst game we played of 2022? Let's go with both. Worst game that, that came out, whether you played it or not, you just like this one is reviewed as absolute total trash. And then what's the worst game you played? Um, worst game that came out that I played. I don't really have, uh, I don't really have a complaint about any games that have come out this year that I've played. Um, I do have a complaint. The only game that I played this year that I like immediately put down was Outriders. I think that's like my worst game of the year that I played. Okay. Like never want to go back to that piece of junk ever again in my life. I didn't think it was that bad. It just, it just wasn't fun. It's, it was literally just like, Hey, let's rip off destiny. Why not? I felt like it was a little more of a Gears of War clone, you know, as far as like the cover based stuff. So I, maybe, maybe that's what I liked about it. I don't know. I didn't play I, that it, much of it, but sorry. It had a lot of th- it, the story was really, really bad. And then the third person elements in it were, um, let's say, lackluster at best. Uh, it was, it played, it played like The Division and Destiny had a child. Okay. It, it was weird. Because playing, I probably put about three hours into it. At the beginning, I couldn't tell what it wanted to be. Or or I felt it could tell that it wanted to be serious. And then as it went on, it started introducing humor into parts of it. Like there's this one scene, you're talking to a guy, and you're being all hardline, being like, I don't know why I got to help you. This is weird. All right, I guess I will. And the guy gets sniped. Sniped dead right in front of you. And your character kind of just shrugs. And walks off. Like, that just happened. It just, it had an identity crisis I don't think it ever solved. Right. I get yep. that. Uh, Joe, what about you? Worst game I mean, of 2022. I mean, worst game overall, hands down. I would probably say it's Saint Row. Okay. Saints Row got torn apart and. Angry Joe's video of Saints Row is probably the funniest video I've watched all year on YouTube. Check it out. I mean, he ripped that shit apart. He started talking about how, like, hey, we're going to do some devious missions. He's like, yeah, we're going to paint the other gang's car purple or pink. He's like, we'll show them. And he's like, those are actual missions in the game. That's how you, like, you prank people. He's like, it's ridiculous. He's like, the game is so broken and stupid. He's like, it's lost all its luster and the fact that they tried to like tone it down and make it so PC, he said it was a real detriment to Saints Row. Yeah, they they changed rim jobs to Jim Robs. Yeah. Is that like a diss at Jim Ryan? I don't know. Maybe <laughs> it is. Maybe CJ put him up to it. Good old crying Jim Ryan. That's right. The man himself. No, but and I think the worst game I played all year, it's a tough one. I mean, I play a lot of shitty games, but it's got to go to Battle in Wonderland. <laughs> Your boy keeps getting arrested, bro. I know. it's. <laughs> hey, man, <laughs> leave him alone. We don't know if he did anything wrong yet. They can't prove anything except all the shit they've already proven. 
He's been insider trading <laughs> not once but twice got popped. Better than outside trade. No. Oh, <laughs> yep. Uh, I I don't know, man. I f- I feel bad. I mean, that dude's responsible for Sonic the Hedgehog. I feel like he can do no wrong. I feel like no matter what he does anyway, the Sonic Crusaders are going to try and free him from prison. You know, make like Sonic the Hedgehog shanks to get him out. So, yep. Got to go fast in prison, apparently. I dig it. I dig it. Matt, did you answer this one yet? No, not yet. Okay, you go for it. For I, I'm, I'll pull up the rear every time so I don't accidentally skip anybody. Uh, did Zach actually go this time? He went first. Yep, oh, okay, I went first. Good. I went first, so he can't skip me anymore. <laughs> Worst game I played, Dying Light Two. Obviously, I I quit that game after a dozen hours or so, and I just have no desire to go back. I tried going back, and I immediately just put it right back down and went to play something else I liked. And worst game that I think that came out this year, it seems like Gotham Knights took a pretty bad hit. Yeah. It had a lot of promise to it, and it just landed flat from a lot of the reviews and comments I saw. It's a dang shame, because I got that one in my stocking, and I'm so I'm so excited for it. I'm sure there's a lot of fun there to be had. It's just, if you're not into that lore, it just may not be as good as like the Arkham games. Right. <laughs> I dig it. I dig it. As for me, I would say I would second both what you guys said. Um, you know, Saints Row was probably the one that was the biggest on my radar as far as flops go. Um, I was very excited for a new Saints Row. And then when all the Fortnite, you know, quippy Marvel dialogue, I don't know, it just seemed to have it was off like when it, like the, the trailers and stuff were off it was like i don't know something ain't quite right about this but saints rose typically edgy and funny it's like this is this is going to be good i you guys know i love saints row i've got several saints row platinums and it, when the reviews came out and it was getting fours and fives places and i was just like what happened how do you screw this up and then just like you were saying man with the, just the freaking the the, the missions and the dialogue and then changing things, you know, and like, and then the explanation, like the, the guys at Volition were like, no, no, we wanted to do that. We wanted to, to make, um, Saints Row more PC, you know, like they're like, we weren't forced into doing this from the publisher. Like we chose, it's like, this is our creative Liberty. I'm like, ah, so you're doubling down on stupid. Like, that's not why people buy Saints Row. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like there's a time and a place for everything. Sure. But I like mean, people buy Saints Row games because they are edgy and vulgar and you know countercultural, you know rebellious, whatever you want to call it. You know, I mean that the, one of the best bargain deals I got all year was when Saints Row uh, was it like three or four was on the Switch for like four dollars, three dollars. Yeah, I was like, hell yeah, I'll play this portably. This is amazing. Yeah, dude, so fun. So I would say that would was on my radar as the worst game of the year, and then the worst game I played this year was the wonderful 101 remaster for the PS4. I I downloaded it. Someone played it though. So I bought this game. I actually bought two copies of it. Um I bought it off of GameStop and like a buy to get one free deal and it didn't come with a case. So then I just ordered it brand new with a case. Um I, I found it for 20 bucks on sale one day. This is before they get it to us for plus. And it's a game that I just had like had my eye on for a while. And I really, really, really wanted to like it. It was a Wii U game that looked really awesome. 
and it looks, you know, it's got the the beautiful Joe kind of style going on. And I was like, man, this game just has charm oozing out of it. And I'm like, this is going to be really cool. But like, I didn't own a Wii U while the Wii U was like still a console putting out games, right? I refused to buy it. My brother had a Wii U and I played at his house and I was like, you know what? This isn't, this one's just not for me. And I'm, I'll pass. I've owned a couple of Wii U's. I, have, I actually have one right now. I just picked up. But this is a game that I, I just never played it. I, I wanted to play it, and I never, I never got around to it. So it gets remastered, comes out on PS4, and I'm like, sweet, I'll catch it on a, on a discount deal one day. So I buy the game, and one Saturday morning, I put it in. I'm like, I am ready, man. I was just kind of like, this is, this is the game that I want to play right now. And it is so not fun. Like, it's boring. It's, I don't know, it's necessarily complicated, but like what the game wants to do is just was not enjoyable. And I played it for a couple hours. I was like, yeah, I think I'm done with this. This is unfortunate because the eye was like super excited. And then when I put it in and actually played the game, I was like, I don't really enjoy this. I don't like finding little people and making ladders to go get stuff, you know, like it just didn't, it didn't click for me. So I was very disappointed in that game. I tried. It's pretty. It's, it's, I'm sure that like, if you bought a Wii U and that was the game you got, that that was like, you could, there's probably an argument to be made that this was a good game, but in a world where we have, so many games on PS4 and 5 is like, I don't know that this one's for me. So, all right, Zach, what's next? The next category is what game released this year that you wish you could have played, but for some reason have not yet. Mm, it's a good category. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. Um, what game came out? I'd have to say, so I, I kind of have played it, but I kind of haven't. I, I've gotten through the initial cutscene of Gotham Knights and I haven't touched it since. Oh, wow. Uh, <clears throat> because the initial cutscene is like, if you, if you really want to delve into the story, the initial cutscene is like 30 minutes long. Oh, that's awesome. I love stuff like that. Oh, it was, and, and it was, it was amazing, but I just haven't been able to, like, I just haven't picked it back up yet or found the time to sit down. Cause honestly, I really, like, I really want to play it with, with somebody else. Like, I, I really like to play it with Daryl, but I don't have PS5. So. Yeah. SOL, SOL on that front, he doesn't have an Xbox. Well, I've got, um, I, mean, I do have an Xbox. I just don't have a Series S or X. Ha- they're only on, it's, and it's only on the new gen consoles. That's the problem. Ah, that's right. Because, that's if right. It, because if it was on PS4, I'd just get it on PS4 too. And we could still play together. Yep. But. but yep, so Gotham Knights for me. Uh, let's switch it up, Matt. Game you want to play, but haven't played yet this year. It's going to be Callisto Protocol. I was all geared up ready for this game to come out and as it pulled the ever-loving review embargo up until the day of release which always has me on edge for a game yeah so i just want to sit back and watch what other people were saying and i'm still gonna get it at some point but the fervor of going to pick it up just died that day as i saw the issues come out. Yeah, I, I we could do um we could do uh share play one day. I can just let you play it so you can get a taste for the combat. 
I, I'm going to pick it up at some point. I appreciate that, but I'm definitely going to pick it up probably when it's on sale sometime next year. Heck yeah. It won't be long Christmas. Yeah, I was thinking that too. It's probably going to be on a, at least a 20% discount after Christmas. So, yep. All right, Joe, what about you? What shoulda, coulda, woulda game? Oh, it's just the easy one for me. The quarry. Oh, yeah. Really? I still have not played the quarry. And it's probably one of the games at the very top of my list of games I want to play. I'm a huge, I'm a huge, huge horror movie fan. I love slasher movies. So, like, this is, like, totally up my alley. I love 80s horror movies, which, again, totally up my alley. And I love Supermassive. I think they're one of the best studios. They do a really good job at making these sort of games. Yeah. Um, I heard this game's a fucking mess, though. And that's why I've stayed away. Because I've and and just because I've I've saw a pattern with their games where they go on sale like super cheap after like a, a few like four or five months, you can get them for like dirt cheap. Um, but this one seems to be staying around the $40 range. It's not really dropping past that unless you want like one version or the other. Like you can get one version for $20, but you don't get both. And I want both. I want the PS4 and the PS5 version. Yep. But they made it so like you don't get either one for free from buying the other version. So like you, I, I almost buckled and bought the PS5 version, but every time I went to buy it, they were sold out where I went to go buy it. So I was like, oh shit, this isn't, this isn't going to happen, is it? But I really want to play the quarry. Like I'm super, super upset that I still haven't played it. And I think the only other thing, if I had an honorable mention, I would say on the switch, I really want to play Kirby and forgotten land. Cause I love Kirby and I love, I love Kirby games and Nintendo makes really good games. It's one of the only big Nintendo releases that I didn't pick up this year that I, I really wish I did. I was too afraid yeah. I was going to beat it in like four hours. Yep. <clears throat> it happens to the best of us. So uh, as for me, the quarry would be my honorable mention. I actually bought that game months ago and uh, I put it in and I actually started it and the opening cinematics look amazing. But like my wife, she was really tired and wasn't really interested in playing that night. So we've just haven't gone back to it. It's still sitting downloaded in on my PS4 in my bedroom. And uh, so I will play that one eventually. I actually thought about doing the watch mode first. Like just watching it like a horror movie. Um, I, think so, watch, I think you have to do the watch mode once for a trophy, I think. Maybe. But either way, I thought about doing that as my first go through and just kind of watching it and enjoying it. but. Um, as for the actual game that I missed out on that I really wanted to play would be Scorn. Um, Scorn released on Game Pass around the um, October, November range. I don't remember exactly when it came out. October, yeah. Yeah. Um, but that one was not on the Xbox One. And I was like, well, you know, I don't have the Series S or X, but, you know, it's kind of like so many of these xbox titles you can like find other ways to play them whether you do cloud streaming or whether you do uh you know on pc or whatever so i was like you know what once i get through ghost of tsushima i'll play it and then you know i just got bogged down with other games so scorn is one of those games it's like six to eight hours and it's supposed to be kind of a slow moving walking sim so it really shouldn't be too taxing of an experience and it looks awesome it's just got that aliens horror vibe everything's wet and phallic and just looks cool so 
Um, Scorn would be the one that I missed so far this year that I. All I got from that whole conversation is wet, phallic, and your wife doesn't want to play with you. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you picked out all the keywords. That's all that matters. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Feral, next category. Uh, the next category is, oh, that released this year. So, Zach, starting with you, what is a game that came out that you're like, oh, <laughs> totally missed it? Uh, New Tales from the Borderlands. Oh, dude, yes. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Everyone, they, they, everyone talks to, to they, they, the first game everyone was so hyped for, and then the, this one came out, and like, I heard that it came out on Game Pass because I got the little message, and then nothing. I it's on Game Pass? Game. Yeah. I didn't even know that. <laughs> okay, hold on. Yeah, I believe so. I think I got the message. It, 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 but it was like, it came out, uh, and then nothing after that. Oh, that'd be awesome if it was on Game Pass. I might actually play it. It's funny because uh, I'm going to piggyback right off that one because I felt the same way. That was my pick. I was like, I heard on a, I think it was Trophy Wars, actually. Alex or somebody was talking about, yeah, it came out, but I don't know that I want to buy it because no one's talking about it. And it doesn't seem to be reviewing very well. And I was like, oh, dude, I had no idea that came out yet. I knew Tiny Tina's Wonderland came out. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah, awesome. That one kind of just fell off the face of the earth. Great yeah. game, but yeah, I feel like it fell off face of the earth as well. Everyone's excited after the first one, and then that one came out and got good reviews for like the first two weeks, and then just nobody talked about it after that. But uh, yeah, so uh, that was definitely one for me, Matt. While I'm looking to see if this is on Game Pass, will you what you think? You got a game that you just didn't even know came out this year? Yeah, because the reason I put this down was I was looking at the list of 2022 releases. How about Ghostwire Tokyo? Oh, man. That Uh, came out like January or February, didn't it? I think it was March. It was after the rush of Elden Ring and Horizon. And it was one of those, I almost answered it for that, what was the most anticipated game? Because kind of like, I assume, Daryl, at this point, it was like right up our alley. It's a spooky ghost thing. We've been watching it for a while and then it just fell flat and everybody forgot about it not even nominated for like any awards yep i bought that game i actually i I forgot about that one (laughs) i bought that game i've never put it in so that was another one see i'm saying guys this is why daryl can't buy brand new games anymore because he don't play them it's a terrible idea so all right joe what about you uh horizon forbidden west it okay. kind of just got like swept up with all the rest of the big triple a titles this year i feel like it it hit its target like with with who wanted to play it but beyond that i don't feel like it had the mass appeal that the other horizon had didn't really sell that great compared to the first game which is kind of crazy because it was one of the first real like ps5 or ps4 like well, I guess PS5. It was one of the first real things to play on it. Came out right after. It's right after Gran Turismo, right? Dude, it came out right the same, like a week before Elden Ring. Well, so, same, it had the same problem as it had the first time it came out. With, with Zelda. It came out a week before Zelda. Next time it'll come out a week before Zelda, the next Zelda. No, it's not coming out in May. Never mind. But uh, 
watch it come out like right before like the next Minecraft or some stupid shit. Like, yeah, new Grand yep. Theft. It'll come out the week before the next Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, that's what's coming. Because that, that, that'll come out like nine hundred years from now. Yeah, it'll be. Um, but they'll 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 say and throw it up. They won't. They won't be edgy. The new Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. No, I don't think they're. I don't know. I don't. They I don't, don't have any of the same writing staff anymore. Everybody's gone. I have. I have faith. I have faith. I have both faith the both not, the brothers are gone. I have faith. This will not be a oatmeal raisin cookie. I, have I don't know, man. It's not gonna be a chocolate chip. It might be like you know when you reach in for that chocolate chip and it's like it's that cookie that doesn't have any chocolate chips on it. It's just a regular cookie, which I'm like, cookie tastes really good, so That's I'm okay with that. Almost just as bad. No, it's not because cookies taste good without chocolate chips. I've learned this. Mm. <laughs> cookie dough is delicious. Mm. It doesn't have to have chocolate tips in it. Oh my gosh! So we're back on the cookies again. Yeah. COVID cookie. <laughs> <laughs> COVID cookies. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Um, so next category. The I thought this was going to be trash, but was actually good award. And the nominees are Pokemon, I nominate <laughs> Pokemon no, Legends ahead, Pokemon Legends Arceus for me. So I heard like mixed mixed bag reviews from Pokemon fans and other people, but it's actually like fantastic, especially if you like RPG games, because that's exactly what they did. They just turned Pokemon into an RPG with main main quests, side quests. Uh, you know what I mean? Don't give me that look. You How do you turn an RPG know. into an RPG? Shut up. You know I'm just I mean. waiting for this explanation. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? But they turn it into like more of an open world RPG. Thank you. You know, let me be more specific. Are you done? Booty hole. Um, yeah, so that's definitely my uh, that's my game was really, really good. Uh, yes, I'm done. Jogo. Uh, WW2K22. Nice. Because you thought, you thought it was going to be trash. L- listen, after that last game and after buying 2K18 on the Switch. Well, there's your problem. You bought, you bought it. You you bought they a wrestling to, game. And they had to come with the, the greatest game ever, and I feel like they fell a little bit short of the greatest game ever. But it was a really, really, really solid game, and I'm interested to see what they're going to do for the next game because of what AEW has announced. What Fight Forever is going to be, and that's going to be a platform. It's not going to be a yearly game. They're going to make one game, and then they're going to release DLC for like the next three or four years. Forever. It says it in the title, <laughs> and I'm fine with I don't, that. I don't, I don't know that mm, fight forever hasn't really. We'll, we'll 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 see what it's like on New Year's Eve. Not really super looking forward to it at this point. Oh, wait, they're showing more at New Year's Eve. It, that's when the game releases. I got moved to March. What are you talking about? It's in March. That's a whole. Oh, date. Don't, you don't believe the, the the last day of the year date, do you? Really, oh, you well. think that's real? Could be a place. It's a placeholder date. Oh well. Oh, you just well. shattered his hopes and dreams. Because nope. if that date was real, then Dead Rise or Left 4 Dead 2 would have been out like 17 times already. That shit's Left been for- on like the last day of the year for like the last five years. Left 4 Dead 2's been out for like. Not Left 4 Dead 2, Dead Rising. Or what? Uh, Dead Rising? No, not Dead Rising. What the fuck? Uh, Dead Island. Dead Island 2 would have been out like 16 times <laughs> if that <laughs> placeholder date was a real date. <laughs> Learn, learn, learn your zombie game, Joe. <laughs> my, yeah, because everyone has the fucking word dead in it. Well, I wonder Except why. Last of Us. Well, you know what? You're fired, Matt. 
uh, Sonic Frontiers. It, it had every potential to be trash, and they somehow pulled off a halfway decent 3D Sonic game. Can't wait to play that. Haven't Christmas. played it. Don't know. Can't wait for Christmas. That's the first thing that's going in the PS5. The blue blur. So for me, <clears throat> Resident Evil Reverse. Uh, this game screamed trash since the day they announced it. A cell shaded arena shooter for Resident Evil that no one asked for. And I am. Hang on. Take a shot. I am all about these really bad spinoff games. I love them. Like, there's always just enough charm in there to go, yes, I like this. Solid ass game, though. It's really solid. It's really good. I mean, it's it's limited. It's very basic. There's not a ton to do. Hopefully, they but, support it. Yeah, and they're added. They've added a new map. They've added new characters. I mean, it's they just have, they it, have. Yeah, there's three add? maps now, and there's um, extra characters, and it's cool, add? man. Who they add? Who they add? They added Tundra from Resident Evil Village, so he's the guy wearing the weird-looking helmet when it, that um talks to Chris. Yeah, yeah. and they added uh, the village. So okay. you got the Baker Mansion, you got the RPD, and then you got the village. So I would imagine the next thing was going to be um, from Resident Evil Three Remake, Three Make, or they, if they keep this thing going, then it might be for Resident Evil Four Remake. So I can't believe that has a release date in March. I cannot yeah. believe that. So uh, I, I'm like, I got really nothing bad to say about the game. Like it's basic, but it's fun and it exists and there's nothing offensive about it at all. Like it's fine. So I, I quite enjoy it. I've played it <clears throat> several times actually. And I still only need two trophies left. They're not that hard. Uh, we should, we should get those done. Cause I, yeah. I, I have, I have like six trophies left. I think and that, that game's fun. Yeah, it's like I played a multiplayer game and I was like, this is fun. What the what am I? Yeah, it's 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 fun because it's cool because when you die, you turn into a zombie or a creature based on how how many many, based on how many things you collect. And I was like, yeah, this is a really cool concept. Like I could get down with this. And then Mm -hmm. I was like, "Mm, this is taking me away from single player games. Fuck this game. Yeah, you know, and I'm, I'm all about that, too, because I'm I'll my last two trophies are I need to I need to uh Finish the battle pass, which I'm. I don't think I'm very far away from that. And then I'm missing a kill with one of the main characters, but I do not know which one I'm missing it with. I think it's with Ada because she's kind of difficult to be. But either I way, Ada. I'm, I usually main Ada. Yeah, I think she's kind of tough. I, I don't think I've won with her yet. So, but oh yeah, Resident Evil Reverse, like. Way, way, way better than I expected. I mean, that title's garbage. Sure. <laughs> All right. Daryl, would you like to lead us into the uh, the main category of the evening, please? All right, guys. This is the honorary Loot Bros uh, actual game of the year. Now, it does not have to be a game that released this year. It could just be a game that you played this year. And uh, in years past, we've had some some excellent Game of the Year nominees. So, starting with Zach, what is the what is your Game of the Year? Uh, the Game of the Year for me that I beat this year and really enjoyed and kept me enticed would have to be Little Hope. 
Little Hope really kept me sucked in. I like that game. And the story was, was the story was fantastic. Um, I don't. I have no complaints about it whatsoever from any standpoint. I would play the game probably two or three more times just to see the different interactions in the story. <clears throat> you play House of Ashes yet? Uh, I have played a little bit of House of Ashes. I have. Uh, I'm to the part where they've fallen into the tomb. Okay, you got to play House of Ashes. That game is great. Yep, and uh, like I said, I have the new The Devil in Me. I believe is is what it's called. Is their their newest one? I have that one. Game flied for PS4 sitting on my uh, TV stand right now. So I believe that one does come with a PS5 version. I game flied it. We'll get a PS5 version if it has an upgrade. I mean, you don't have a PS5 to play it on, but exactly. So either way, but um, yeah. So my game of the year, Little Hope, best game that I beat this year, uh, hands down. Uh, even aside from WWE and how much praise I've given it, um, definitely, de- definitely w- want to go back to that series at some point. Uh, Matt, your game of the year. That's where I have decision anxiety. Um, <laughs> Matt. Little known fact about me is I actually do keep a list of all the games I played during the year. And I, every year I try to come up with my top five. And this year I'm really torn between Elden Ring, Horizon Forbidden West, and the Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak DLC. And I think just out of sheer hours and entertainment value I got out of it, probably going to be Elden Ring for me. Nice. Joe, game of the year. Uh, Shredder's Revenge. THV Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. It's a good one. With with an honorable mention and a close second place. Very close to Bloodborne. Very close. Ooh. Oh, wow. That's high praise. But Mm -hmm. Bloodborne was such an amazing... It was just an amazing journey. And... I've never pushed myself that hard to beat any game. And like T-Bird, like you made a man out of me, bro. Like I, I got some hair on my chest playing that game. That game was fucking tough. Like it, it really was. It really tests you as a gamer. It's like beating the fucking, what was that fucking uh, uh, robot dinosaur in Horizon? That fucking crazy ass pro thing. Or the Yeah. No, the big fucking bird. bird? Yeah. That thing sucked. Yeah, especially the first time you come in contact with it when you technically shouldn't be able to beat it. No, and then like you don't really beat it because like it like you get far enough into the fight where like you survive or whatever. Yeah, and then the second fight where you have to beat it and you're like, uh, you need to have like the best weapons to beat it or you can't beat it. Yep. Like, oh man. Well, but yeah, uh, Shredder's Revenge is my the most fun I had playing a game all year, and it was just nice to have a new Turtles game. It just really was a new turtles beat them up. And I think it really like it brought back co-op for a little time for me. And it brought me back to a time where like, you know, gaming was just fun and it was just about picking up the controller and playing the game. And I feel like a lot of stuff because we play for trophies a lot, like we lose, sometimes we lose the true meaning of a, of a game. And it's just like, you know, I feel like at that point I, I, I went back to a much simpler time. Where it was, it was all about just playing the game, but I, I love that game, and I've played it a bunch with a lot of different people, and I'm probably going to continue to play it. 
And like I said, Bloodborne, definitely an honorable mention, though, because of how fun and how much time I had to sink into it to beat it. I mean, it was my number one game on my PlayStation this year. I, I was shocked when I saw my rap for the year. And I don't know if you guys want to like do this next week where we can talk about our raps. I'm down. I didn't, I didn't even look to mine yet. Yeah. Uh, I don't have much of a rap, but yeah. I mean, you could do like you could probably do like Steam and stuff. I'll, I'll go. I'll go through my Xbox games and see what I played on it. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, I feel like yeah, I feel like that game was really great. Uh, Daryl, what are you picking? I was torn, man. I was torn between Ghost of Tsushima and Shredder's Revenge and TMNT Cowabunga Collection. Like yeah. I had so much freaking fun with all three of those games. Uh, I think as far as the nostalgia is concerned that the Calbunga collection just like tickled something that I wasn't expecting. Like I knew I love those games, but I just, I adore that collection. That's really good. Uh, Shredder's Revenge was a blast. I had a really good time. I got to play with uh, a couple different people from other podcasts. I got to play with uh, Gaz in the community. And I had a really good time with it, but I think that overall the best experience I had was Ghost of Tsushima. That was so incredible. It was so smooth, and it was so fun. I'm not done yet. I, I still got more to do in it, but I really, really enjoyed myself, and the conversations that that brought in the community and the group were awesome. You know? uh, so people and I, I was messaging back and forth with community members she's just you know talking about the game and it's 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 awesome so i think that that was also an excellent discussion that we had um you know just kind of recapping our time in the game so i thought that was a uh, that one's got to be the one for me my game of the year this year was definitely ghost of tsushima even though it didn't come out this year it's just it was the best game i played this year I got no, I got no gripes with that actually because I I enjoyed what little bit I played of it and I definitely want to go back and finish it like sitting down and when I first watched the, the and played through the the first half where they're storming the beach and everything it was just it it felt like I was I was in a movie yeah it was it was it, and I think I stormed I think I stormed one stronghold so far I got I'd be to like two or three strongholds that that game's uh, great yeah yeah the game the game itself was good I really definitely want to go back to it. Any anybody got any closing thoughts before I get to our our final category? Nope, that was nope. it for me. All right, all right. So guys, we gave you guys the reins. Um, I put up an anonymous poll in the Discord that way I could kind of keep it a secret until you guys heard the episode. So our Loot Bros Community Member of the Year for 2022, it was kind of it was kind of close, uh, but you guys voted Red Beard Rick. You are our Community Member of the Year. Woo! Yeah, boy! Congratulations, uh, Root. Our nominees this year, so we each uh, nominated somebody minus Joe because he took too long, and I needed to get the poll out for the. Uh, yeah, the right time to vote. Um, I voted for I voted for Rick. No, no, we no, we no, wanted we, we, all everyone ho- nominated. All, all of the hosts were supposed to nominate someone. Oh, yeah, it's all good. But you fired. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so we not we had we had JC MZ Nitro. I'm styling on you, bro. Gaz Davis and Redbeard Rick and Redbeard Rick won it. Um, I guess just to give give a little shout out to Rick. Rick's been 
a very integral part of the community most of the year. He has been a Patreon producer for most of the year. Whenever we have anything that we're doing that we want some input on, he he is there to give his input. And, a, you know, he's participated uh, in all of our events. He's even taken part in mine and Daryl's challenges now. So I, Heck yeah. I, think, I definitely think Rick deserves it. And we appreciate you, Rick. And we appreciate all our community members. So thank you guys for making 2022 a fantastic year. And a uh, personal thank you to everybody for, you know, welcoming me since this was technically my first full year with the podcast. So yeah, we're almost to the end of it. And I, uh, it, it's been a great year. I appreciate all you. It's been a fun one for sure. I think that this has been one of our strongest years as far as just being that I'm the only consistent person that stayed from the beginning to now in the show. This has been, in my opinion, one of the strongest years. Um, you know, Matt's been on here with us a ton, you know, like having Joe and Kali and you, Zach, you know, to, to bounce things off of. Everyone's got different tastes. Everyone's got different backgrounds in, in gaming and stuff. And it's, it's been, it's been a very fun year, uh, to do the show. And I know that each week, even if everyone can't make it, there's going to be someone on that we're going to have some good conversation. We've had some great guests. You know, this year we brought, we did a lot of interviews with devs and things throughout the year. We're going to start that back up again next year as well. Um, but uh, it's been cool. And, you know, just to uh, to double down on the community member thing, man, we've had some, we've got a handful of guys that contribute a lot. So um, this was definitely a really cool idea. Uh, and, and so what we did as the host is, you know, obviously nominating people that we see their names, they're interacting with us a lot. And then, um, you know, just kind of going through and letting the community say, Hey, who do you guys think is a contributor? I thought that was a cool idea. And I hope that the community does too. And I hope it encourages you guys, um, to get more involved, you know, like, you know, do more stuff, not just so you can be the community member of the year, although that's basically a cool cool title to have but you know just uh so that i I think it's cool that you you to to recognize people that that do contribute and that do pour into everything um because it doesn't go unnoticed you know we didn't vote on this we just threw names in a hat so uh the fact that the community voted on who they see putting in the work and keeping the conversations going and stuff i thought that was pretty cool so i hope we get to do more stuff like that in the future for sure so, yep. And uh, Jared, it could have been you, but your memes have slowed down, brother. You got to get that meme game up. I don't know. That one meme could have won you the whole thing. <laughs> the one meme to rule. If everybody would remember that one meme, man. It would have been. A, it would have been a lock. <laughs> no, Jared got in trouble with his memes this year. He he, he had the uh, he had the 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 New York Department of Sanitation bringing the heat on him. <laughs> I mean, in all fairness, though. We did get the Amber Heard turd every week for many weeks. Dude, Dr. Deuce. Some of the greatest <laughs> stuff ever. So, that, was good. that either helped him or hurt him. I don't know. <laughs> I think it helped so, keep pushing him every week. Listen to the show. Oh just my gosh, that's so on. funny. And that's the, kind of, that's the kind of stuff right there that, man, it just it cracks me up. I love that stuff. I love the, yeah, the, the things that get written into the show and all that stuff, man. So cool stuff. I can't believe that was this year. Yeah. <laughs> this year, has, it's been a long one. It feels like it's been five years. Yeah, no kidding. So, it's been, a, it's been a year. Between Daryl getting COVID twice within the past six months, <laughs> that, um, freaking uh, 
all the life changes we've had this year. You know, <laughs> oh, yeah. We've had a lot of stuff go on this year. We switched recording dates. And now Joe got kicked to the curbs and they, so we said, yeah. see you later. I think that was the main reason we did it. That way we could have Joe on less. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> guys, let's pick a, let's pick a night that works for everyone so that we can have everybody on more. And then Thursday night and Joe gives us the thumbs up two weeks later. Hey guys, I can't do Thursdays ever. <laughs> It's because sure, he, I mean, it, it, you, you want to know what's funny though? It allowed him to start actually finishing pledge games. That's true. So it was good for you. <laughs> yeah, because you know, I took all that Thursday time that I'm not recording and I play pledge games on them. <laughs> you could have, you could. So now I'm going to start twitching every Thursday, a Twitch game Thursday or pledge game Thursdays. Hey. Whatever it takes to get you to finish the last two, you got on your list so we can open there it. There you go. Yeah. So, all right, guys, you guys got anything else you want to add? You want to, you know, throw out there before we bounce? Uh, I am all set. I just, like I said, I just want to give everyone a big thank you. I know this isn't our, our last podcast of the year, but this has been a very successful year. Um, Heck yeah. In ter- in, in, for all of us in terms of, you know, staying consistent <clears throat> with everything. I don't think we didn't miss an episode once nope. this year. No, nope, nope, we, we didn't miss an episode one. We always we we put out content every week, unlike the trophy salutes. That's uh, right. Not oh only did we pick, shit! That's right. Called out. Not only did <laughs> we not miss out. an episode, but we did more than the minimum yeah. for Patreon every single month. We've so, you know, get, get this game club thing. Um, yeah, me and Dar- me and Daryl's challenges. That ju- I know it just started up in October, but still, it's just like it's that, it's that extra benefit. And you know, we've had. Patrick Hickey Jr. on. I know me and uh me and Daryl are working on some things in the background for Legacy. So give those Heck guys yeah. a big shout out. They've they've done a lot for us this year too. Uh for our first our first published ad in a comic book. Yeah, that was cool. That's our, that's a good one. Been, it's 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 been a year. So you know what? We'll, we'll we'll save all this mushy gushy stuff for our year in review. We'll do it. Hey, ch- yeah, that's right. So here's how the schedule works for the rest of the year. My butt's asleep. Um, so next week, uh, CJ is going to come on and we're going to talk games, 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 games. Like next week's episode is going to be diving into games. We're going to be reviewing games that we play throughout the year and kind of just reflecting on all that stuff. Right. Then the last podcast of the month will be our game of the month club, Siphon Filter. Then... The first podcast of the new year is going to be the Backlog Beatdown 3 review and stats with Kalai. And we're going to announce the Backlog Beatdown 4 and all the rules and all that good stuff. So the Backlog Beatdown 4 is going to be the best one yet, in my opinion. So so we got got the next couple weeks of content already planned out, and it's going to be good stuff. You guys got anything else? Nope. Land the plane, oh, Captain. That's right. Let's get out of here. Matt, thanks so much for coming and hanging out with us this three-hour episode. <laughs> Joe, thanks for making it on a Thursday, man. Glad to see you. Glad to have you back. My Zach, Zach, I appreciate you being here. I appreciate it so much, in fact, that I did not skip you not one time this entire episode. <laughs> I'll, I'll remember that when I when I start finding all the ways you cheated in our challenges. Hey, these challenges are completely above board. 
on the up and up. I'm a, a scout's honor. I didn't purchase the items from auction. I, d- I purchased them in a transaction face to face with another human being. That happened. Uh-huh. Yep. Definitely. Sounds like you need to get JT in here to uh, start start ruling on these challenges. Fucking have to watch auction videos, like hours and hours of auction footage to rule on people's auction. (laughs) Oh my gosh, JT would go crazy. (laughs) We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna drive that man to drinking. So, but yeah, dude, thanks thanks guys for coming on here. Thanks you guys for listening. This has been the Loot Bros Game of the Year podcast, and we're out. Later, guys. Later. Peace.